Trash. Trash. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Nick Costa. Nick was the guitar player for the Surefire Soul Ensemble. And if you don't know who the Surefire Soul Ensemble is and listen to this podcast, then you're fucking up. Uh, I talk about them all the time. Nick was the guitar player, but he stepped away from that project to pursue his own project, My Mind, which we get to hear the latest single from My Mind later on in the podcast. So stick around. But first, I want you to check out reinamystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com and check out the new album 1018. I had the honor of penning a couple of the tunes alongside my wife, Raina Mystique, uh, on this album, and we're very proud of it, and we want you to check it out. You can check it out on YouTube, Spotify, Tidal, Google Play, Apple Music, anywhere you stream your music, but you can also get physical copies on the website, RainaMystique.net. Or, oh my golly, no, RainaMystique.com. So go and check it out. Uh, you can also go check out the newly redesigned WeSpeakEnglishGood.net. My wife, Raina Mystique, she redesigned the website, and now it's beautiful and sleek, and you just want to be there for hours, days, months, years, etc. And moving on, you can follow us on social media at We Speak English Good on IG or Instagram or uh, or the Gram. That's what the kids are calling it, I suppose. And uh, the Facebook uh, at We Speak English Good. Uh, you can also check us out on YouTube. I'm starting to add some more videos to YouTube uh, just because that's what I'm trying to do, I guess. So <laughs> go check out the YouTube as well at We Speak English Good. You can leave a review on iTunes, uh, Podomatic, wherever you get your podcast. Leave a review, share the podcast, do all that good stuff. Uh, you can also email the show at We Speak English Good at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, I'll answer back. I will. I'll do it. I'll do it. And that's a threat. No, that's not a threat. That's a promise. That's what my dad used to tell me. <laughs> uh, okay. So one more thing, and then we'll get to Nick here. Uh, if you're in the Toledo area, Greenacre Session, the band I play in, oh, we have a doubleheader this weekend uh, at the Blarney Stone this Friday in the evening, whenever the fuck that, uh, I don't even know. I don't even know what time we play. And then at the Dirty Bird, uh, Saturday, the March 9th, uh, at the Dirty Bird, 8 to 11. So that's if you're in the Toledo area. So let's go over to Nick Costa and get to know Nick and my mind or his mind. Okay, I'm gonna stop. All right, Nick Costa, everybody. Yeah, what's up, dude? This is Nick Costa, my mind, Jake Nager in the moment of truth. 
Perfect. I love dogs. <laughs> That's staying in. <laughs> that. I'm, I'm eating a a pear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Is it organic? I don't know if it's organic. I just, I just got. <laughs> I don't think it's organic. No, I, I, it doesn't not, matter if it's organic. <laughs> I don't care. I just, uh, I just. It's uh, really or It's super organic. Well, well, you're out. You're out there in Southern California, where all those people eat all organic. Um, yeah. Where are you? I'm in you're, Ohio. You're in... I used to. Oh, I, that's right. I used to live there. That's where I used to live. I used to live uh, in in Ob. But uh, I live, oh, okay. I live right. in Ohio now, so that it's way different. Um, yeah, it, yeah. It, Coal Mine Records is over there, right? Yeah, Ohio. I've actually, you know? yeah, I've talked to Terry. Actually, I've had him on the show. Which uh, oh, rad. Yeah, yeah, man. Terry's the shit. Um, yeah, I uh, because of Tim, he told me he was like, yeah, because I had Tim on the show, and he told me he's like, yeah, I'm on this label, Coal Mine. And I was like, mm -hmm. oh, damn, if I ever go back to Ohio, I'm definitely going to have to hit up Terry. So when I first got back to Ohio, that was one of my first hit, uh, first yeah, people I hit no. up because... Oof. Yeah, they've been like switching some shops up. It looks, it looks like they're doing really well. Yeah, so. yeah, they got a bigger space. Yeah, go Terry, man. Go Terry. And I forgot his brother's name. Um, anyways, his brother. Yeah. He, he, the quiet one. <laughs> the, the quiet one. The There's guy. always a quiet one. There's always a quiet one in the bunch in the family. Definitely. So my brother's like the quiet one. Anyway, yeah. No, no, no. Please, <laughs> please. No, your brother your brother's the quiet one. No, I was saying my I was like, I'm the extrovert and my older brother is the the introvert. But are you guys both artists? Funny. He uh he was uh we grew up in the theater like my mom's an actress, so I grew ah. up in the theater arts world a bit, which is probably why I'm a nut at times, but <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I mean I, I did some like uh we both did some acting when we were younger, but then the music um uh bug bit me and i uh couldn't shake it so uh yeah. music music kind of took precedent but my brother was more a visual artist mm. and yeah does he do it um, now is he still pursue it or is it no no he's he's kind of he's he's more of like uh, uh he's like he's on, on that marriage vibe right now just like uh you know he's just <laughs> like uh <laughs> i definitely so. know the marriage vibe are you married no, I'm okay. not. I'm not. Are you I'm in a, a relationship? Oh, you're no, single. I'm no found. No, I'm <laughs> I'm a, a single man. That that's ready to mingle. That's probably. <laughs> I mean, as a musician, as a, a as a younger on the younger side of musician, uh, that's probably the best. That's the best choice. I mean, it's. I definitely. I'm definitely like. I have way. Yeah. I mean, I've I've been writing more music as a result. You know, and uh, yeah, there's a lot more time. To, to focus on the craft that's for sure yeah that was what that that's one of the things that i noticed because i have a wife and i'm married and and I'm yeah married. so so i have that whole thing and trying to maintain that it, it's like it's i was actually just telling my friend because he was like hey i have a friend who lives by you because i kind of live out in those sticks of ohio kind of uh -huh, and, uh -huh. <laughs> and and he was like you can go hang out with him and i'm like no i'm not gonna hang out with your weirdo friend who i don't know because i don't <laughs> i don't really hang out anymore that's not really what i do anymore i'm more or less I like know. i just go to work that's what i do yeah. now because anything other than work is is taking away from the family and the family judges harshly on yeah. that <laughs> so i know it's like i'm gonna go hang out with phil what does phil do uh i don't know <laughs> we're gonna uh, go hang out something we're gonna go 
dig some sticks out of the woods. I don't know. Fuck yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't blame you. No, so so to be single uh, in that world is uh is, is is actually it's a blessing. Yeah, I mean it's it's fun. It's fun. Like I'm definitely enjoying it. My the single vibe for sure. Right it's on. A lot of fun. So you come. Yeah. So you come from a, a family uh, of artists. Your mom's a your mom's an actress or was an actress or is she still. Acts, well, yeah. I mean, she's you? in the theater. Yeah, she she has her own company. It's called oh. the San Diego Actors Theater, and uh, so she puts on little small productions. But she used to be in like Second City in Chicago. Which oh like, no, shit. It's like the SNL of of uh, of Chicago, you know what I mean? Oh, so she, yes, she, yes. She's um... been she's been she's been like pretty pretty busy. I mean, obviously she's you know more taking her time and more on the retirement kind of vibe. I mean, she's still working, but she's she's just enjoying her you know her life and that's and, interesting. Uh, still, still keeps busy, but um, is she yeah. is she from Chicago or did she just yeah, go there? She, no, she's from yeah, Wilmette, Illinois, Chicago. Yeah, Wilmette. over in that area. Okay, yeah. right on. Uh, Midwest roots. Okay, so yeah, wait, for sure. What what years were she was she at Second City? Like, did she? Know I'm not. Any... Sh- I'm not sure. I think it was. Yeah, she used to. Yeah, she used to hang out with Bill Murray a lot. Oh my um, God. Yeah, uh, she used to in San Diego when she came back down here. She was in a. Um, an improv group called Spontaneous Combustion, and she like worked with Whoopi Goldberg and stuff. Oh, nice! Before. So she like, yeah, yeah. She 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 definitely um, got her. You know, she she definitely was grinding at a. You know, when she was definitely like in. I think the late twenties and thirties, and then when she had us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Then it just fucking ruined everything for her. <laughs> children. They ruined everything. God damn it! You <laughs> goddamn children. For real. That's why I scream at my son every night before bed. Oh. You ruined everything. No, yeah, I don't. Like, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> you that's ruined every fucking funny. thing in my life. That's, that's why I so live funny. in Ohio. No. <laughs> um, I'm a millionaire in Ohio and San Diego. I'm a I'm a peasant. I it, don't know. It, that is true. I mean, yeah. to to be honest, um, Ohio was a horrible choice for me because this is where I'm from, and I lived 13 years uh, in uh, in OB. 13 years, all three blocks from the beach. Um, so coming back you, here, oh god, are you friends? Were oh, you friends with Ill Poetic and and uh, and all those guys from like Beatbox Records? Because they're all from Ohio, and um, I don't. Anyway, if you don't, if those names don't no. come across, there are other guys that are that like good friends of mine that are um that are from ohio and like have those like music roots over there so i just didn't know if you if you knew I, them I, or not but i don't know that guy but i know bone thugs and harmony <laughs> they bone thugs <laughs> and yeah. fucking harmony hey no, they're, they're from cleveland okay. you know that's um, rad okay yeah, Fuck yeah wake cool. up wake up wake up <laughs> it's the first of the month oh dude that song is the shit and, and you know what people still love bone thugs here and apparently Me too, man well yeah yeah they're legit and and they're in san diego i i just heard that they played out there just not too long ago at the house of blues oh rad yeah so they go there like every year i remember them going there and in any case so that's that's rad that's awesome your mom was in second city and then and then she came here and then and 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 we ruined her life and we ruined (laughs) and we just ruined her life she had nicholas (laughs) and what's your brother's name Matt, Matt Nicholas and Matthew just ruining right. everything. <laughs> okay. No, she's aw- she's awesome though. She's like she's the home. She's uh, my. She's, Did you, we, were you we gonna talk, say we she's the home her. girl? Were you gonna we say she's her. the home girl? She's the home girl. She's the home girl. <laughs> she's the no, homie. She's I really I do love. Yeah, she's a great mom. She's she's su- sure. and what's cool she supports. She su- she was like was all about supporting me in the arts and music, even yeah. though like 
it's kind of you know it's it's not like you're guaranteed a, a loving lifestyle it's, it's a grind essentially yeah. but i you know i teach so that's i you know i got my masters and oh, okay. uh and music so i was able to get a job where it pays you know i work for the community college district so it's a pretty sweet gig that's how i primarily pay my bills but, but that's music <laughs> i mean that's the thing yeah like, like that's still music do you do you enjoy teaching i fucking love it dude that's i really excellent. do um, there's times where, you know, where you, you, you don't want to do it and you don't want to like, like a job. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, I, it's like, I do some like music therapy a lot. So I get it. Actually, what's oh. great is that I, I get to like practice my chops with, uh, you know, singing and performing like every day because, um, before I, like, I was a guitar player primarily. And then I wanted to get, when I was started doing the, my mind thing with the singing, you know, it was a yeah. little on, it was on, you know, a little nerve-wracking territory there, so I, I've been getting better at just being comfortable and not caring about like stage fright in that sense, you know. Because yeah. guitar play, playing guitar is one thing, but when you start singing and stuff, and you're Oof. that's it's a whole, it's a whole different level. Super yeah. vulnerable, super vulnerable. Yeah, super super vulnerable, exactly. <laughs> so I've gotten, but I've gotten a lot better at like just being comfortable. So I, it's been a great. The gig is like the teaching has been helpful a lot with just like performing for right. sure. Which so yeah, it's rad. What yeah. were some of the things you did to sort of get more comfortable with singing and uh, improving your vocal techniques? I think just uh, just um, recording myself a lot, hearing it, and mm -hmm. being like, ah, I got to work on. You know, just like really just re listening to yourself and recording, and then you can just hear it, and if it's you can really understand if you're not sounding good or if you're flat or sharp yeah, sure <laughs> so sure. i was I, but i mean also like just practice you know like i've just been singing and, and playing now for a couple of years like i've been singing my whole life but not on a more professional level that i've been doing so um uh i think the key is to just uh get used to uh singing songs um by not only by yourself but like in public and when you do right. it a certain amount of times you don't think about it as much anymore and it feels more natural like me just playing guitar and fiddling you know yeah so um i guess maybe just the it's just practice recording yourself and, and hearing back and tweaking little things and doing i mean doing the recording stuff you know how i'm just like uh, constantly hearing myself back and forth at one point i just don't it's not n new to me anymore you know like when you like hear your voice on a re re recording or just like when someone films you talking you're like fuck i sound like that <laughs> yes, you know i do <laughs> i so, know exactly what that yeah like. <laughs> so after after a while though you know like after hearing yourself you it, it's just it's normal and then you just accept you as a human being you know what yeah. i mean um and uh and try to work with it as best you can i guess that's that's you know like finding what, what's my skill set i'm not like a mariah carey you know yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, a yeah. moment a sub subdued you know with the voices and, and so i just try to find a sweet spot that i feel comfortable and i think an audience would feel would like too i guess that's how i would that's how i think about it lately you know yeah yeah becoming comfortable on stage becoming comfortable on stage is probably one of the things that i, I tell people most if they ask, no one really asked me, but <laughs> I have, well, actually I do have a niece who, who, uh, <clears throat> who did ask me. Looks, in, looks up to you for some advice. Exactly. For, yeah. She's, uh, yeah. In, she got selected for honors. She's in percussion, like, uh, oh, concert rad. percussion. Yeah. Yeah. So she's in this honors, uh, uh band and she's just like, I'm so afraid. And I'm like, what are you afraid of? And she's like, well, I'm afraid I'm going to make a mistake. I'm like, well, that's okay. You should actually just 
um, try to trick yourself into being okay with making a mistake. So that's mm-hmm. not weighing on you. But really, I mean, just stage time is the only way to get past this. So, because she's, yeah. I mean, she's 14. So oh, yeah. she don't so have young. that much time on stage. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, yeah. so like, really, it's just experience. But, like, if you can trick yourself or at least tell yourself it's okay to make a mistake on stage, you know, like, maybe that might take the pressure off. Yeah. I don't know. For but, sure. For but, sure. Yeah. yeah. Telling yourself, like, because like not putting so much pressure on yourself because you're you're inevitably inevitably gonna make these small you know mistakes, but a lot of times audiences don't even notice. Yeah, you, you most know? of the it's time, it's just it's yeah. in your head. I mean, and a lot of times, like when I tell my students, if they they're like fucking up on something or there's a lick where it's just or whatever it is, like if you hit a wrong note, mess with it a little bit and like make it a part of the the song yeah. because you know i had a, a lot of students that would visually show when they make a mistake on yes. stage and it's like that's only that's when you do that, that an audience would be like oh i think yeah. he wasn't happy with what she just did or he did yeah. so um when you just play it off like nothing happened nine times out of ten people aren't gonna even notice right. you know what I mean? right. unless it's just completely right out you know train wreck know. Material, unless it's yeah. like a complete train wreck which we've seen before oh guess, yes you know, yes for sure L- lots of good good old <laughs> train wrecks those are fun to do in public yeah music is hard because it's like you can't you you can't like uh there's only one way to get it you have to like perform and and you it's it sucks because like once the nervousness of like you can't hide behind like people and in other words like if you're you know uh, if you're getting an economics degree you know you can you can sit at your desk and practice in your head and do the numbers but in music class you have to show everybody you know what if you can sing the notes correctly and it's very vulnerable and you're very out there and open so it's like you can't get around that which is the hard part i think about music but but that's why i'm so attracted to it because it scares the shit out of me yeah yeah totally because it's that (laughs) it's that rush it's that adrenaline dump that fucking yeah propels you right like after you get Uh off a stage and you just killed it like whatever your version of killing it is uh and like you can't go to sleep right after that there's no like go you know like you're not going home and just fucking going right to bed okay guys i'll see you tomorrow yeah, it's like totally i mean for me you need to, like decompress a little bit for like, sure man and, and yeah. it's actually starting to really become a problem for me as i get older because i'll come home after these gigs especially if it's like a really good gig where the the audience was really you know gave a lot you know they were really into mm-hmm. it and there was a great exchange of energy like i'll come home and i'll be up until like six in the morning and i have a fucking five-year-old who's gonna be up it, it like at, at seven like ready to kick me in my balls so like i like yeah it's like oh fuck so it's really starting to impede my life <laughs> and like no, I, I can't I smoke enough weed like like I, sometimes <laughs> i try to eat myself to sleep like it doesn't work i'll just be sitting there zinging like i did a bunch of cocaine or something and it's like right fuck. i know but but yeah the me- Go ahead. The marijuana, the marijuana is definitely a go-to before bedtime. <laughs> oh my sleeping. god! Especially like Absolutely. if you don't want to dream because it doesn't allow you to dream. <laughs> Sometimes. No, you're. Yeah, I have noticed that. Yeah, my my dreams are super suppressed. But yeah, it's funny. Like if you if you have a great show, it's like the feeling is so good, and then when you have a bad one, it sucks. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. It's totally. just like it goes from one extreme to the other. But For um, real? I think the the more I've done it, though, it's like. I accept bad gigs for, mm-hmm. and just and they're really not bad gigs. They're just like I didn't do as well as I wanted to do, but right, I'll I'll do it better next time. Right, you, you learn, know? you learn something from it. Yeah, I mean, as long as you, as long as you can like think about it like that, like kind of what you're telling your niece to trick your brain to be like, 
you know, it's this is going to happen. Just accept the fact that right. like, there's going to be moments where you're just you're going to not be happy with it. <laughs> yeah. But but the best. But, I, you know, I mean, if we look at some of the best people out there that, you know, I look up to, I mean, there's always stories of them just failing super hard, you yes. know, especially like comedians, you know. Oh, just totally. Like, you know, because I'm I'm a big I, I love comedy and, uh, you know, I watch a lot of comedy and I was, that, you know, I, I've been taking improv classes, Mike. <laughs> oh, I've been thinking about doing that. Oh, my God. How is it? Yeah, it's super fun. Me, you know, Matty LaBarber, he's uh, I do the bass player, yeah, right? Yeah, bass player. Yeah, yeah. He, me and him, because when we were we were on the road with Surefire a lot, we <laughs> we would just try to make it an improv class in the van, you know, yeah, for yeah. five hours and stuff. You so play games would, like the improv yeah, games? Yeah, like just like just come up with like just storylines that just keep us distracted, you know? Right. And then, so it's a lot of fun, man. I mean, uh, I had such a great time. Yeah. There's a lot of great people. It's, you know, it was like 200 bucks for like six sessions right. and it was level one and there's level, you know, there's different levels. It's a lot of fun and I've learned a lot. It's And, and it's great to just get more comfortable with being on your feet and like, you know, um, thinking on your feet on, you know, especially like I think about it as like, it's making me better performer and like an MC when I'm talking on stage or when I teach my class, you know, because I use, I use humor a lot when I teach just because I find that it calms people down and then it human humanizes everything as opposed to like, let's play guitar and right. Right. You know? Yeah. Like a sterile learning environment where like there is a, there is a, like a disparity between you and the, the student, right? Like I am here above you. You must be seated and be looking up to me. I mean, it's almost like they idolize, you know, like it's forcing these kids to idolize somebody who might not be worth idolizing (laughs) or not at all worth idolizing because Sure. nobody's really yeah. worth idolizing but totally <laughs> but no, yeah I, I totally get you i get what you're saying where you're like bringing it to a level where and, and like that's the thing about funny too like I, I just heard like have you heard um uh i don't know if you listen to podcasts but uh conan o'brien Stop, yes conan o'brien i love conan i love conan o'brien i want to he has his podcast stuff it's right now. fucking awesome and he talks They're funny uh, it's 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 funny because you get to see like more of Conan. You know how podcasts are with you yeah, know you get yeah, to yeah. know the host and shit. I love Conan, man. I'm, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it, but I I do listen to podcasts. Like I was listening to Joe Rogan and Mike Tyson because like oh my god, I'm that a, was so good. Because I'm a big Mike Tyson fan, you know. Like he's <laughs> he's just like my favorite fighter of all time. So I just think he's awesome as a person. You know, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, just like as like Mike Mike, Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson after yeah. the fighting stuff. Right, you know, right, after right, he kind of yeah. got his shit together and like sure. you yeah, know yeah, now totally. he makes fun of himself and he sings and it's it, i love that yeah. <laughs> have you seen his one man show on netflix i it have was so it was heard, so good. It was, good it was it was really impressive like it was awesome i was like damn mike like you know <laughs> no he's bringing just, it yeah he's been through he was like god man he's been through so much i mean just crazy like uh because he's just the he was the youngest heavyweight i mm-hmm. think you know 20 to, years and, old like 1920 just knocking it was unbelievable like just yeah that, it was crazy they trained him like a fucking they trained him like a dog like they were talking about how they're hypnotizing his ass and shit oh i didn't you know, know that that's crazy that that was in there that was one of the 
that was one of the things that came out in that interview with Joe oh. Rogan was that. Oh, I, okay. I didn't, I didn't Castellano. watch, I didn't listen to the whole thing, but that's what they did. Yeah. Well, yeah. Castellano wow. or whatever the fuck his trainer. I don't know anything about boxing uh-huh. or anything. So mm-hmm, you're talking mm-hmm, to the wrong mm-hmm. guy, but I, apparently they had, <laughs> <laughs> they had, uh, they had uh they they had a hypnotist come in and hypnotize him to just be a fucking destroyer just like a murderer you know that dude was just set up to to kill but then they never taught him how to just be like a regular ass dude you know like they yeah. he only knew how to be like this horrible I mean, how, murdering machine <laughs> how can you how can you when you're like 1920 and you're yeah, like you a don't know multi-millionaire like how yeah. the fuck do you handle that you're, swi- you're swimming in women and money and like crazy, whatever man. you want is at your feet and you're the- and a lot of people you know a lot of people took advantage of him too so i mean oh, then, but that's just with these young guys i mean but yeah he paid he paid his he paid his dues though and and uh and yeah i mean right well i think he's such a great guy he seems like a really nice guy well the fact that he developed a talent outside of working out or and being a murdering machine and like really went out there and figured out how to like sing and how to because like he hits fucking notes like he's hitting notes like when you hear him sing really yeah I oh mean, man i gotta you, check it out then when you hear him <laughs> sing mike tyson is actually hitting fucking notes it's not because i mean you can tell he's it's taking crazy. voice lessons and shit so sure. like for him to like have a second life past that past like totally his, you know just being a, a crazy fucking animal man and, and to like to be where he's at now now i think he's opening up a pot resort or something and, oh yeah that's right yeah, yeah. <laughs> like heard, venture yeah, yeah. or something that's amazing he's a he's a, he's a big stoner that's cool yeah, which that's, which man that's funny yeah so it, it's funny that you so so funny is kind of runs in your family it seems like your mom is she is she funny like you dude she's super goofy yeah. really goofy super goofy so yeah. where does the, like oh go ahead please no no i was saying super goofy and uh uh yeah like but very you know still very like a, <laughs> very like now she's old-fashioned you know she's what still I mean? a she's mom super, She's still a mom. Yeah. <laughs> She's still a mom. She's still anyway, laying it but, down. Yeah, that, that was all I was saying. <laughs> so, so then where where did the music come from? Do you have a lineage in her family or your dad's side? Like, how does it work? No, I don't think so. Um, that's a good question. I, I, uh, I mean, I was an ADD kid. I like played, you know, like I played football a lot, you know, and a lot of sports, and and uh, I got into I got into music a little bit more heavily. My, my dad passed away when I was 14 from cancer. And oh, then wow. that, that kind of like, I, I needed something to like take my time up and to distract me. And I found that guitar would like take up many hours of my time when I'd come home. Yeah. And so it was a bit of a distraction. So, um, I mean, I, I started playing at 10 and, uh, he, pa- he passed away when I was 14. So in between there is when I, uh, you know, dealing with the, the disease and, and the cancer and just watching him like deteriorate. So I, I used the, that, that, that period 10 to 14 was like a little bit more of a learning point for me guitar wise. I think the reason why I started guitar though, is because I saw my mom's friend, my mom's family friends had a son and uh, I just thought they were so cool, you know, like family friends. And like, I was yeah. just like, these, these guys are so sick, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. older, older guys, you know, like just kind of like, man, that guy's cool. He probably gets a lot of ladies or something. Hell yeah. <laughs> but, Hell yeah. You know what I mean? So he was just playing a strat or something. And, uh, and I just was like, ah, that's really cool. And then I just kind of got addicted to it. And then 10 years old is when I started playing guitar and taking lessons. And, mm. 
you know, I got pretty good at it, like, an early age, and then um, high school, you know, I was, high school was a whole new world of, like, you know, sports and, and college prep and all that stuff, so I wasn't, I, I was in a band in, in, in high school, like, a jazz rock band, and then it was kind of, you know, so I, I was, I learned a lot in that realm of playing and, like, keeping just a, a tempo and vibe and, and, like, style, and then when once I went to UC Santa Cruz, that's when I actually really started focusing on music and 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 playing in like jazz ensembles and learning just the basics that i should have learned (laughs) (laughs) yeah because because what i did was i was just learning a lot of songs you know i was Mm -hmm. just learning like every guitar song that i liked and a lot of times i wasn't focusing on the theory too much right so then once once i got to college that's when they just threw it in my face like you know that's a c major like scale and right. dorian and phrygian and all these other oh, modes man. and then re- reading music and yeah. performing and wow you, all... you you took what is that so you didn't really know how to read either when you went to college i mean you knew how to read yeah. but it wasn't like fluid i, took, and... I mean yeah no like even right now like i'm such a horrible sight reader like i'm great i'm great at like chord charts and stuff reading yeah. reading melodic lines though is always a difficult thing for me i think mm. for guitar players it's hard because there's like five middle C's on the guitar, you know. So <laughs> yeah, it's <there's>... so funny. <laughs> it annoys me how fucking uh, how they set up the guitar. I but, mean, but then, but then, but then it's then we have movable stuff, right? You know? Right. So it, it's the like, patterns pros, move along with yeah, you. Yeah. There's, there's that's pros and nice, cons but... to each. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. But I. Yeah. I had to learn a lot of piano too in college. They uh, force you like at UC yeah. Santa Cruz, re- regardless of your. Ins- Oops. Someone's calling me. Let me decline that. All right. Cool. <laughs> connecting the mic right now you still hear me yep i do okay cool all right awesome all right there you go um so uh they force you to play piano which i which i was daunting and nerve-wracking but like i'm so happy that i did it because i've like dude the piano is just so awesome i wish i i took lessons when i was a kid but i didn't respect it and didn't understand it you know but when i went to uc santa cruz i had to i was forced to learn piano because i have an economics degree and a jazz minor in my undergrad ah. and then i and then i got a master's in jazz at sdsu because i didn't know what i wanted to do with my life still but i knew i wanted to play music but i was studying economics in santa cruz but i was doing a jazz minor and so I had to learn all these like piano songs, but it was great because like, man, it, it just helped so much with writing and composing and just, you know, playing piano is beautiful. I mean, when you get on a grand piano, I mean, it's just, it's awesome. So uh, I learned a lot reading music that way. And then jazz ensembles, you know, doing chord charts and sight reading, you know, that at a quick pace. And then when I went to grad school, it was like that times, you know, five and 10 or whatever. And so, um, I was definitely an underdog, I think, compared to some of these other jazz cats that were like, you know, just been doing it their whole lives where I was more of a of a random, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like it, economics, but... economics degree and then jazz minors. Kind <laughs> yeah, of, because my, I wanted to work like I wanted to work in more of a, a record label mindset. Ah, but yes. as you know, as I've gotten older, I've noticed that it's that's more glamorous than than the reality of of that, you know, and oh, uh, yeah. so... especially where it's at now. It's like, yeah, how, I mean, how just do you everyone, make a living off of that now. It's yeah, strange. I know. It's it's just it was more of like a fantastical like mindset that I wanted to be in. But um, you get older and you start realizing, oh, this is how this is where I can make the money and this is where I can 
grind to the point where I don't want to play anymore, you know, because right. I, mean? I, I don't want to, I want I like the balance that I have. And some of the other guys here in San Diego that are just like gigging five days a week, you know, six nights, it's like unbelievable, but you know, they're the, they're the real like grinders, you know? And, yeah. That, so. I mean, that's, that's where I'm sort of heading here in Toledo. Huh? Um, is sort of that everyday thing. And like I was telling you, it's wow. so, sort of like, a um, it is a grind, and because I don't like to teach. The last student I had was a little girl who cried, so I don't do that anymore. Um, yeah. Maybe I just need older students. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I work with because I, I work with adults. You yeah, know? I work with I. So that's a whole different level. But then you get like then there's issues with that too at, at times. But sure. for the most part, you get to talk with them, and right? They're not they're not gonna cry and be like <laughs> mostly, you know, like mostly. mostly I haven't had any I haven't had any adults cry on me. Yet. Oh my God. <laughs> that would be so awkward just like a 45 year old man who's can just you, decided to take be, up music can you imagine that would be so <laughs> like, crazy I'm so hard professor Kirsten. oh my god that would be <laughs> that would be like look i said i'm gonna play the c chord okay i'm sorry oh yeah no that'd be funny that, that hasn't happened yet so hopefully it won't though <laughs> no 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 for sure but but the thing about doing that every day i mean I, it's fine and i've done it before but it's like um but w like i was telling you how like after each gig it's starting to really fuck with my sleep patterns so oh wow yeah and, yeah. and like one of the things that you kind of touched on is like these uh having good shows and then having bad shows and that mm -hmm. and that that weird dichotomy of of uh, of, of these ups and downs i mm -hmm. i wonder i mean if you're predisposed to some kind of like mental illness like depression or or bipolar or something i wonder i'm wondering if there if that kind of fucks with that because oh i would i, I mean I, I i'm an ocd i like as a kid you know i mean uh at this point you know like where where i used to be nervous and the stigma of like talking mm -hmm. about that stuff yeah. nowadays it's more like you should talk about it and yeah. you shouldn't be ashamed when i was a kid you know I had gnarly OCD mm. and and obsessive compulsive disorder and uh, and I still have it a bit. Um, I've gotten better at it. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. I made a post about it on like uh, Facebook and some dude was like, um, I made a comment. You know, I was like, I have OCD. I have OCD. I have OCD. Trying to, <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. And then and then he's like, No, you don't, because you wouldn't write that. He didn't. In other words, he thought I was being a phony about it. But mm. then we talked, and he's like, Oh shit! Like, oh, sorry, you, bro. You have. <laughs> but it was it was cool. It was funny. It was a great exchange as opposed to like people getting like, Fuck you! You don't know me. And like, yeah. it was it was a more like it was a more adult esque. You know, nowadays everyone is just so mean and defensive on the internet. I it's know. Unbelievable. It's gross. But, it's yeah, gross. It's, it's super good. gross. Um, but I, yeah, like I, I had OCD as a kid and depression is a manifestation of that. So mm. I always had bouts of, of, of that vibe for sure. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah, like when, when you, when you, there's been moments where like I was, you know, like, especially with the grad school where I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, oh, yeah. you know, and just really, just really question, you know, having an existential crisis of like, what, like, is this, like you know what i mean just I doing do. too much questioning and then when you have like a bad gig it just amplifies Sets it 10 times yeah. you know so i've been there but i th i think the thing is is uh um i just couldn't you know i can't like i just i have such a passion for playing and creating and and, and writing and music in general that that it's going to take a lot more 
<laughs> yeah. to push to to you know it's you're gonna have to cut my arms off or something <laughs> yeah then, for but, you to get this and then stuff. but then nowadays we'd probably i'd be able to get a, a, a arm that could play better <laughs> like you get like a <laughs> yeah, fake arm a bionic could, arm a bionic arm nowadays yeah. is like everything is great so you know it, it just it would take a lot more i think for me to um be in a place place where uh, I've been depressed musically, like where I've just thought, like you know, didn't pick up the guitar after a bad gig. But it usually goes away, and um, and I think it's just all relates to the fact that like it's just something in us that we can't shake. You know what I mean? Yes, it's just, yes, yeah. I've done it's other, an I've illness done... of its own kind. Sure, of. Sure, totally. It's a lo- it's a love hate relationship. You know right. what I mean? Right, it's uh, totally. It's yeah. It's you crazy. hear, uh, like, like Bukowski called it a disease, something that he had to oh. do. He had to write, like drinking. It was like I have sure. to just do this, or else you know you're incomplete or whatever it's it a is. Weird, it's a weird thing. I get. I feel like I feel like crap if I don't play. Um, you know, I take breaks from playing guitar. I play every day because that's my job. You mm. know, as a teacher, and but it's not like practicing. You know, yeah. I'm like I'm like going over things that I've gone over a million times. You right. know. But uh, I get I take breaks at times, and I think it's good to take a break. I feel fresh, you know, after sure. like a day or day or two break. But like, there's if I go with like longer than two days without playing, like I feel just like something's weird. You know what I mean? It's yeah, this weird feeling where I just like what's anxious? Something. Feel yeah. like feel like I missed that. Like I feel like I'm not doing my due diligence. I, I you feel know? guilty. Do you ever feel guilty? Totally. Fuck yeah! <laughs> You're like I I really should be doing something. <laughs> totally especially when I, especially in what i think the issue too is that because we have our phones and like no, no. um you know like i'm i'm on i use instagram all the time and i'm a bit i i need to tone it down probably just like being on my phone and distraction but i use my phone for work as well right know? right so that's the hard part about that but but you know it doesn't help when you see all your buddies like showing you all these cool things and you're like fuck like i gotta whoa. i guess i you should know? do that too <laughs> yeah so i all the, all the time man i always get so i feel guilty a lot for sure but um you know i guess yeah, it's trying to balance it you know that's the best thing yeah totally no is the 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 reason why i brought that all up about like the that crazy junk's put junk's put Junks. Juxtap- juxtaposition thank you That's oh my weird god <laughs> jeez i hate i hate using words i can't moments, say <laughs> i've had them i've had those moments where i'm like oh shit especially in class while people are listening to me where i can't pronounce the word right it's like <laughs> i've but you've said uh, it a thousand times and it, yeah uh, yeah anyways yeah, that that crazy that crazy jump between like good and bad or whatever your definition of that is and, and, and mm-hmm. in relation to to your own um you know your own physiology your own mental makeup Mm -hmm. i mean because like and and for me right now it's starting to sort of like it'll it'll start kicking off bouts of depression because i depression fucking figure i'm Uh a musician i have depression oh yeah yeah. uh but (laughs) but so so it's just it's weird it's weird when um especially on the road because that that i mean like how long have you been on the road what's the longest bout you've been on the road traveling with music just like maybe just like two weeks i think i am i'm still like i'm still like very fresh to like on the road and maybe not even two weeks maybe less than that but like my only real touring experience is just like going up the west coast with the surefire soul ensemble yeah and uh so uh you know i'm i'd like to do more touring but i'm not the biggest fan of touring either yeah i mean yeah i don't i I don't i don't you know i mean if i had an opportunity to to make some money and to to put out i mean not even just make money i mean but to to uh, get exposure on a bigger level like if there's a more uh, 
if, if if I have the ability to do that and it would benefit me even more than money, then I would for sure do it. But yeah. you know, a lot of a lot of times you do these gigs, you drive so far up, and you're like, man, I drove all the way for this shit show. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Like, but like that's just the grind that everyone has to do. And right. but I know I know that we all think it in our heads. You know, we're all grateful. Like I'm so grateful to do it. Right. But there are times where you just want more. You know, or yeah, you feel like. But um, it, it, life doesn't work like that, you know, so. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you put your entire life into something, like a skill that you've been just sort of hammering away at slowly, you know, slowly this uphill battle. And then to to go and, and, and schedule these crazy places, these these bars in different places so you can go spread your skill around. And then for yeah. for it to be like an indifferent crowd or no crowd or. Yeah, awesome it's crowd. a bum it, for it's, sure. It's 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 it's, it's yeah, because you come all this way, you do all this work, you invest so much time into just doing that. And then to to be let down like that. I, I mean, like it. And I've been in there lots of times, lots and lots yeah. of times. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but but there is a way to look at it where it's like okay this is just it this is the grind this is you gotta pay your dues the sing before you can sing the blues you know you gotta pay yeah. the cost to be the boss whatever the work whatever it is it'll that's so funny my, my football coach would be like costa you're costing us right now all right yeah. <laughs> you're really costing us you're really it'll yeah. cost you costa uh, right I, um i'm sure that no, did I not get old yeah <laughs> It did not. Um, no, it makes you humble. That's for sure. And then, it, yes. but and then it, I think it forces you, like you said, to just uh, accept, you know, the fact that, like, you know, you don't have that control necessarily um, in terms of, you know, if there's a crowd that's indifferent, so be it. You yeah. know, what I mean? try try your best to make them not indifferent and to yeah. and to focus on what you're doing without like taking your clothes off. You know what I mean? So um, <laughs> or take your clothes off. I mean, or take your clothes off if that's if you're into that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody wants to see me naked right now, though. So. <laughs> Mike, maybe you, uh, Mike. I don't know. You, 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 uh, <laughs> no, I'm not really interested in the scene. All right, all right, okay, naked bodies, but that's it's okay. Right. Um, let me let me know if somebody is. All right? Okay, I'll point him, do, I'll, point him your I'll way. Point him my way. <laughs> you ever seen a grown man naked before? <laughs> I was like, and my name's not Shirley, right? Yeah. <laughs> my name's not Shirley. Yeah. If you haven't noticed, yeah, I didn't take my medication before this interview, so I'm a little. <laughs> do Do you take medication? <laughs> I do. I okay. do. I do actually. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I use I use that as a joke though to just you know let people know like uh, I realize that I'm a fucking nut but uh, let's laugh about it yeah right? it's all good don't worry yeah 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 for sure yeah yeah <laughs> no don't because I, I've been thinking about doing medication just because I'm so sick of having to deal with my own like shitty mood swings and stuff no I mean <laughs> I've been I, just I thinking have, about it it's no it I mean seems it's easier than working I've I've gone ups and downs with like being off like. Uh, you know, like I take uh, stuff that helps me with my OCD because mm. um, because sometimes I just get in my head and I overthink and ruminate and ruminate to the oh, point yeah. where it's like, yeah. So it really, it's like, uh, it's just like, I think about it, it's just like your pair of glasses. You just, you just need a little something to make things sharper. And that's yeah. how I think about it now, you know, whereas, but back in the day, like not in the, like maybe 10 years ago. Uh, yeah. It's like kind of nerve wracking to talk about that. Cause oh, I'm sorry. We don't like, have to, if you don't want to. No, no, no. It's totally fine. I was just saying, like, um, whereas I, I, I'm cool with it now, um, I used to be really nervous about bringing that stuff up because I would think people would just judge me, you know, yeah, yeah, be like, totally. yeah, and be like, yeah, this guy's crazy because, you know, he's, you know, but nowadays I think, um, 
you know, there's everyone has a struggle with some sort of issue, either might be depression or uh, you know manic depression or or you know bipolar disorder. I know so many people that have struggle struggles with with that, and especially a lot of artists. I mean, look at all you know. If we think about some of our. I mean, I always think about a. Uh, Robin Williams, you know, and like oh, how yes, he was just, right. he was struggling so much like in, in, in his own head and mind and, you know, but yet he came, comes across as like, just like the happiest guy. But, you know, when you look into his eyes or when you see like, you can, you can totally tell like that he's had a, a hard life and was struggling with depression heavily yeah, to the point, to the point where he fucking killed himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's but, super sad. But, you know, I think, I think everyone has like some sort of thing with that. Um, uh, I, th- I think I think that on an upward level on this, I think I think the thing is to just uh, realize that like no, you're not alone. Like well, I'm not alone. I, you're not alone. Yeah. You know, and it's better to talk about it. Um, obviously, you don't want to make light of the situation, but I like to bring humor to the aspect because it's like, what what else am I gonna fucking do? Like, yeah, you know I mean? like, sit there and wither up. Oh my god, yeah, I got like, OCD. Uh. Yeah, like like I'm gonna, you know, I wanna I wanna. Um, you know, uh, uh, allow myself to feel it a bit because I think it uh, helps, you know, I think differently than maybe somebody else would think, you know, that doesn't have it. And then a lot of doctors have OCD because yeah. they're so particular. You know yeah, what I mean? Go figure. So, I mean, there's, there's good, there's good. Anyway, it's like, every, I think the key is everyone, everyone has, everyone's fighting a secret battle, you know, so you just gotta, you just gotta be as corny as it sounds, you know, you gotta, you just gotta help your brothers and sisters, baby. <laughs> yeah. And, and be okay with it because it is. Okay. Yeah. What, it what, is okay. What are like, so when you get in those moments, um, because now, cause when you're talking about, you know, going around the bad neighborhoods in your brain over and over and over and over, just keep driving by the same bad shitty house in the bad shitty neighborhood. When you're in yeah. those moments, because for me, I, I tend not to even notice I'm in it until like someone's crying. So it's like, sure. so sure, it's yeah, like, yeah. um, when you're in those moments, besides medication, what are some of the tools you kind of use to sort of pull yourself out of that? Uh, I use my dog nice. right there. Aww. My love, my lovely dog, Charlotte. Um, well, that but I got her like a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, lately, I guess I'll just talk about like lately what I've been doing. Um, I I use I hang out with my dog a lot and mm-hmm. I go out on walks. My dog forces me to go on a walk because I have to, otherwise right. she's gonna piss piss all over my apartment. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I uh, I try to I've been trying to be a little bit more active and. I typically try to play the guitar or play music, which mm. helps a lot. I always feel better. I always feel better after playing. Um, uh, working out helps me a lot, although I know that a lot of times it's hard to just get out and work out because the hard part is you just don't want to leave. You just yeah. want to like lay down and not do anything, right? So I think I don't um, – uh, I, I mean, I listen to sad music at times to like just embrace – the sadness mm. and then to just put it aside you know yeah, yeah. so I, as opposed to like maybe listening to a happy song to like right. pet me up you i like to lean to, in a little yeah i kind of i kind of lean into the the sadness a bit let it embrace it a bit and then i let it go you know mm. so i that's what that's what i tend to do is like you know i, I go on for walks especially with my dog you know and then i play, either play guitar or sing or do something where even even what i do a lot of times is just like i'll dance around <laughs> in my apartment 
and like you know just sing sing a song or pretend i'm singing it like on a stage or something and just trying to like put myself in a different place than yeah. where i'm at yeah, yeah so you know stuff like that and uh and you know working out helps too i mean i, I you know i do feel better after a you know an hour's worth of sweating and stuff like that so Definitely. those are like three those are three things that i've been trying to do and i've getting be- i've gotten so much better though like at like getting out of my funk you know mm-hmm. uh when when i was when because i used to like it it was hard for me when i was younger but as i've gotten older i've just gotten better life skills more right. and i know how to, i know how to compartmentalize better and all that so it's definitely with age and life experience too you get better but there were moments where i'm like dude this sucks like is this gonna ever get better you know yeah, or like totally. and, you know so but it does it get it gets better um friends having friends and family i mean fucking hey you know my mom is my mom is like such a loving human being and like when my dad died you know she just was like a rock star and and my brother he's like my best bud so like i have a good tight small family Mm -hmm. you know but we love each other very much and we have each other's backs and then when you you know i think friends too help so much but we both know that you know just just distracting yourself with people that you that you trust you know and have your best interests but that's hard too nowadays to find people that have your best interest, you know, as you get, everyone's so busy and it's hard to find connections. Like you said with you, like, I'm not going to go hang out with so-and-so in like the woods. Like yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to like, I'm going to hang out with my family. Cause I like, th- I care about my family. Right, right. I, you know, like this, that's, this is my time. I have kids for God's right, sake. Right. I mean? So no, yeah. it is. It is. And that's like one of the things I really struggle with, like even being back here in this place, because I mean, uh, like San Diego is a hyper social place anyways. Uh, but mm-hmm. like, but like here coming back here, this is my hometown. So like I have lots of friends from high school and, and that's weird. Right. Uh, that's yeah. <laughs> weird to have like friends from high school again in your I, life. And yeah, that which, is weird. I guess it's but not it's weird. Cool. Right. Right. It's just that they're different did people you, than. Did I, you go to did you go to a re, did you go to your reunion at all? Fuck no, I was in no. California. <laughs> I, I lived oh, in California. Okay. I was I like oh. my middle finger was up. I was like, bitch, I am three blocks with the beach. You can suck it. I am not coming <laughs> back to shit town, bro. Ohio to come and see how fat you got. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, good. <laughs> Um, to see how fat you got that is so funny <laughs> but 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 now that i'm back oh here God. and now that i'm back in it it's like I, it's it's everybody has families or they have their own life or they're no life at all or but uh-huh. like but i have a very rigid schedule because my wife she's she's an actress and she we play oh, music together how- how cool is that yeah yeah she's actually she's a theater actress right now um in, Sweet. In, a, in a really cool theater up in chelsea owned by um jeff daniels is jeff oh, daniels jeff, jeff, daniels, jeff daniels. the guy that's not jim carrey in dumb and dumber that's who owns that the theater. dude that guy i love that guy <laughs> yeah yeah he's actually doing really that cool shit great. right now um no shit that's so, crazy yeah yeah she's yeah so when you say theater and you're kind of wacky i know exactly where that theater wackiness I love, is i love i love i love theater people they're so yeah, much fun they're cool yeah. but but they're, they they offend easily and they're very clean <laughs> they're very clean i noticed that's that. so funny if i get into a fight with like my mom it turns into like a three-act play i don't know do you like when yes. you fight with your wife does it like do you, are there well scenes she's she's a musician 
first. Well, no, okay. no, because she's a musician first, so she's like the first one. She's she's a singer, so she's the so first. So she she has a sweet spot. Then, she does, she does, because yeah. she is not opposed to showing up to a, a gig unshowered and like, hey, what's up? Let's do it. Whatever, we're fucking rock hard. You know, do you but, guys you guys oh, gig together? We do. do. You guys gig together. That's we do. So cool. We actually just released an album that we recorded at Tim's house at the kitchen too. Oh, yeah. awesome! So Bad. yeah, okay, totally. I have, to, I have to check it out. Yeah, man, I'll send you a link. Uh, send, me, when we're done. send me a link. I'll totally. send you a link. Fuck yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, shit. I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> oh, we're ta- the acting world. Right? Oh, the acting, the theater world. Yeah. I don't know. Crazy. You're you're used to you're used to dealing with. Well, the... I'm starting to get to know it a little better, and and plus I've yeah. lived in L. A. Shortly in in, in oh, okay. like a theater community like of of of, of the U. C. L. A. Whatever uh, Westwood. Uh huh. So like oh, I wow. lived in okay. like I was inundated in that. So I had a little time with the acting community. How, there. how long? How long did you live there for? Only a few months. I, I couldn't take it because oh, really, I lived with really an actress. Quick. Yeah, yeah. It was in and out, but so I, it's not that much experience with it but it was enough to know that i didn't care for actors and it, every so- every time i've gone to la it just seems like when i like when i've gone to gigs there it just seems like everyone that walking across the street is like there's a camera on them yeah. just like <laughs> yeah they all got their the- cheekbones but, out you know it's just like everyone it's like everyone's a model and i was just like good lord like, yeah here is just- that's so much pressure to live in a city just to live in a city you have to have these model qualities just you can't <laughs> i you, mean just to exist in a part of the world you have to doing these switches <laughs> and shit yeah cheekbones no, highlighted the whole That's thing right. baby yeah you gotta you gotta do the whole thing baby <laughs> so so then uh wait so then where does this love of comedy come in i i'm really interested in that because i'm a big comedy fan as well you mean and, and wait say the question again where or, did oh, the love oh. of comedy come from oh the love i think because i'm just a freaking goofball like yeah. i was always a class clown yeah i love i like to make people laugh i mean or i like to laugh with people i like laughing and um i don't know i think i just i think i just was a a really weird kid yeah growing up (laughs) not a weird kid i was a normal kid um add you know what i mean i I was just like a you know like oh yeah always tapping on the desk it's like nicholas will you stop tapping please yeah it's It's like like, oh sorry oh and yeah yeah, right back at it right yeah um no i was i was really good that like uh like i wasn't an asshole or anything my mom like fucking just was really adamant like you 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 know i was took cotillion classes where you know in other words i was really i i had the parents liked me because i knew how to talk to them you know Uh, what i mean yeah as opposed to some of the other kids were like you're not hanging out with so-and-so because you know he doesn't or whatever (laughs) but so i was able to get i was able to get (laughs) get away with more things because i was able to talk to the parents you know but i you know humor was always a, a way to bridge the gap between awkwardness and and uh and anything else you know what i mean so, so do you uh do you have those moments now where you like uh where you throw out like your little joke maybe and it just falls flat and do you still have those oh, yeah. moments where you're just like oh <laughs> like i should Fuck. definitely not be for trying to sure. make jokes now <laughs> for sure there's a, there's a couple times like in class where i've like tried to say something and no one's like everyone's like what did you just say it's just like and i'm like Never moving mind. on. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> yeah. But I've like I'm so used to those awkward moments. I've I I've gotten so much better at like my craft in terms of teaching and mm-hmm. like just navigating a classroom. Like, dude, I had I had like over fifty people, um, oh, fifty fifty like guitar students in my uh, beginner guitar class on Saturday, <laughs> and they're 
it was it was just crazy. I mean, fifty yeah. guitar, you know. But I was able. I mean, like I've done it so many times that I'm able to navigate a big group, and mm. and we all had fun, you know. And um, it, it was a bit overwhelming, but uh, you know, I, I've gotten better at like just vibing out a class, yeah. You know? Or just or just I think I'm a good uh, people. Like I, I can analyze. I'm I'm a good judge of character. I'd say maybe, <laughs> but like I, I feel like I feel like I'm a. You know, I guess one of my skill sets is I, I feel like I can be friends with anybody, you know, mm. um, to a certain extent, unless, you know, we get on crazy ideological issues, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which is which 2018 and 2019 isn't the best to do right now. <laughs> but because um, of our political atmosphere. Right. But um, uh, I think uh, that's one of my skill sets. That's why me and Maddie wanted to do the improv thing, because we both have that kind of skill set where, like, we can be friends with essentially anybody you know i think so uh, um you know in, in other words like i i love meeting random people and even people that i don't that are totally different from me you know what i mean like that's like one of my favorite things to just hang out hang out with like people that do not even do what i do and yeah just, i love that you that's know I mean? why that's i love really playing like super small little towns that just sort of like have one bar and you're the and you're the night's entertainment for the whole town, and it's just like that's really cool to me. To me, that's fucking awesome. There's this gig up in um, fuck, it's right outside of Yosemite, and there was this old saloon. It's like the oldest one in California, and like there's a brothel. Um, there used to be a brothel. So the the owner of the the bar <clears throat> puts the band up in the brothel, and you play all weekend. And you, the brothel. yeah, yes. you get put up in the old brothel because it's how straight rad. up that that saloon. It's like exactly how you're thinking, and and it, it's called the Iron Door. It's in this little town right before you go right into Yosemite into the like the main entrance, whatever that is. I don't think there is a main entrance, but whatever. Uh-huh. Um, the California entrance. Um, wow. But uh, it, you like literally just go and you walk around the town for the weekend and you just literally you meet the town the shop keeps and then you just tell them about your show you you just bullshit with people around town you and then they come out at night and, and then like and there's lots of tourists and locals come out and and it's a really interesting mix of people it's, it's damn that's, that's crazy be, yeah i love that, that is, gig that, is that really was cool, though. that was an incredible awesome. gig do you have do you have more of those or are you going to try to do that again? Or? Well, well, me and my wife, we kind of do that because in Ohio and Michigan, there's, I mean, well, everywhere, there's a lot of rural country in America. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, here, especially, uh, there's lots of cornfields and lots of uh, lots of small <laughs> towns. So, yeah, like what we want to do is go up to the Upper Peninsula and go because up the Upper Peninsula, you can actually see the Aurora Borealis from the northern side of it. So oh, we're wow. thinking about doing like a summer tour of just going to these little because that it in the summer it turns into a, a tourist attraction. So there's because yeah, it's okay. beautiful okay. up in Michigan and Southern Ohio is really beautiful as well. So so me and my wife we're gonna do like those rural gigs where it's just cool. like you're the act for the night and you're the entertainment for the town, you know. So I, I love That's those. Awesome. I love those because those are the people who stick with you forever. You know, like cause yeah, you yeah, like yeah. really made a connection with them as opposed to playing like a festival where you're just gonna go you're gonna you know you're gonna bust a nut all over this crowd and then walk <laughs> off into the sun as de- the sun uh set so i was not expecting you to, to say that but i like it oh well, yeah i'm great. sorry like you know what? i really actually have to tone down and i have toned down because i do talk to women sometimes and <laughs> which sounds terrible because it's mostly dudes who i talk to just be 
because of circumstances, I guess, but it's not yeah, because I sure. don't want to talk to women. I actually pursue women more, which sounds creepy. God, uh, but I, I do. <laughs> I actually do pursue like I pursue the, women. Is your wife hearing this right now? <laughs> I pursue women the no. most. <laughs> at night outside no I totally no i totally hear you only because i, I, I like the i like a balance you know side for sure of the story. yeah yeah and and you got your five-year-old you know you can't just yeah. like no yeah. <laughs> i have to tone down my language all yeah. the time i find myself oh yeah because you're a saying, teacher saying, yeah saying it but i, I yeah I, i'm pretty i'm pretty good at like understanding where i'm at right you know? like, especially uh, in a college setting i'm sure you're yeah you're, we are hyper vigilant of what's coming sure, out of your face sure sure yeah um you know like uh, yeah i'll say shit at, at at times but those are like ah shit and yeah know, but for sure yeah i gotta i that's the only times i gotta like kind of be wary of it for sure or when i'm like talking on stage you know oh yeah <laughs> i don't want to Oh so, yeah, so I, and I've gotten know. really comfortable with talking on stage now too. And like, I'll just be saying shit, or I'll be smelling my underpits. Like, like I'll be like, oh god, Ooh. I'll be doing that on stage, and that's how comfortable wow. I've gotten on stage. Is that I will yeah. visibly show the the disgusting get, like, odor that comes from me. Do the do I'm the women me. throw? Do the women come <laughs> after you after that? They're like, I just <laughs> love the way you smelled your pits. Oh my god! Just like fucking god. <laughs> yes. Um. No. Yes. No. I don't. I, I don't know what That's it is. Funny. I've never been I've never been one for the ladies. Um, I just I'm oh. not. I, it's just that's fine. I'm married, so it makes it easy. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I, there you know. There I'm, you I'm a weirdo, yeah. so like ladies don't <laughs> like weirdos. I can be funny and charming, but once it comes down to it, I'm gonna say something stupid, and it's just what's gonna happen because I get nervous and I say stupid stuff. That's what. Oh, happens. Mike, Mike, you. Oh, stop it, you Mike. Scamp. You little scallywag scallywag. so so then uh so you you uh finished college and what 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 was the what was like the first band and you're from san diego yeah from from here originally yeah yeah okay so Mm -hmm. then what was like the first like real band that you sort of jumped into and was like this is it this is this is it right here well out of college uh out of college uh surefire that's because like right after yeah right after right after um grad school is when i joined that band so um no i was playing in like a bunch of ensembles at santa cruz and then like played a lot with like random bands there but it mm. was never like it was never like me in a band it was like nick can you can we because like they were all college kids so there was you know they, everyone was gonna move at some point so yeah. it was just like uh i have this band together just for like can, nick, can nick can you come in and play and like just stuff like that yeah, sub, yeah. subbing Stuff like that. But once I got into, um, once I got back into San Diego and I met Tim Felton because I was, uh, I, I, uh, freelance, I freelance at KPBS and I was working there. Oh, yeah. Um, and he does engineering there, right? He does. Yeah. He does audio engineering there. So I like came in with my 335 guitar and, nice. um, you know, he's a, yeah. And it's a beautiful, you know, it's fucking the be- like one of the baby. best. That's the one of the best guitars for me. Like I, that's like my baby. And then he likes that style too. It's so fucking sexy. (laughs) It's very sexy. It's a very sexy. That's like the next guitar I've been wanting. So like, you saying that just gave me a little minor chub. So, (laughs) see, this is how I need to. I need to stop saying stupid things like that. That's that's what I. That's what I'm talking about. Is those those because I've said boner in front of a college girl before, and she got weird as fuck. And it was like boner pill. (laughs) I was like, we're so. 
and i was just that stealing is- a joke from idiocracy i was like i was like we're too busy fucking worrying about boner pills to realize that our country's slipping into fucking you know ignorance and or whatever she, it was and she, and she got she, she got like weirded out by that yeah like, she was like oh my god you talk about your you talk about boners a lot don't you and i was just like, like, oh, like you don't want to hear what else i talk about yeah, <laughs> it's kind of true but yeah. But I'm no, trying. I, know. I totally know what you trying mean. Um, here. I'm trying to. Conf- <laughs> I'm not trying to conform, but I'm trying to acclimate to our environment. Sure. That's that our that our political, not political, but like our, our acceptance, our tolerance yeah. environment. You're a chame- You're a chameleon. You can be that when you need yeah. to be, and then you can be that when you need to be. Yeah, it's a. Absolutely. It's a skill set. It's a- it's a skill set, Mike. You know, so, you can't teach that. You can't teach that. You can't. You can't. You really can't teach how to like have a conversation with people, um, and ex- without without offending up. Them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um. I. So Tim. Tim like asked me, uh, to to check out some of the recordings because I think he saw my guitar and like yeah. my guitar talked for me essentially. <laughs> yeah. He's you like, know oh, I mean? he has taste. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like he's got a fucking Gibson three thirty five. I see those in the style that I like. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, you know, I listened to some of the songs really loved them. And then, and then, you know, did like a little small audition with him and, and, uh, and a couple other people and like, yeah. And then started playing with them for like six years. And, um, I'm not the guitar player for them anymore just because, uh, I'm trying to do some more projects and trying to like mm-hmm. focus on my mind, but I still play, with all those guys and Jake Nager's um, oh, yeah. moment of truth. So, but now the first band was with Surefire for sure. Like where I was, where, where we made a bunch of records and played a bunch of shows, got some awards, you know? So yeah, yeah that was, that was the first main band um, uh, after college. Yeah. Uh, you know? Was Tim, uh, was Tim always recording on like, uh, because, well, yeah, his, his, the, those, re- all his albums sound like sonically the same, not as in they all sound the same, but like, you know, they sound like the they're recording the same place or at least yeah, or yeah, on the yeah, same no, equipment. He recorded all the, all our stuff at his place. He has, mm. you know, that's one, that's his like forte. You know what I mean? He, yeah. he has a lot of, a lot of good gear. He loves recording. And so yeah, we were I love his little reel to reel task amp. <sighs> Yeah, it's cool. I mean, that these are things that I learned about, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, through. So I learned a lot, like working with him and the and the group, and just styles, stylistic stuff, and and uh, how to how to be a session player at times, you know, and like and you know, to do something quick mm-hmm. on the spot without having to be by myself. You know what I mean? Where yeah. you where where you so back in where i would used to need time alone to work on something right you, you know we don't have those options all or that luxury all the time so right. you have to be a, a quick study as i call it you know where you you pick up something and you gotta play it as quickly as possible not as not like in real time but pick it up as quickly as possible right. to just get through the 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 session as fast as possible with a quality recording you know right. so i've gotten better at that and um you know, uh, yeah, he recorded all the music, so it was. So, with what was uh was the Surefire was that uh, was that the type of music that you were into or were wanting to play, or was um, it something that you kind of got pulled into? No, I, I I've always uh, just to clarify, Surefire Soul and Ensemble. I talk about you guys. Well, talk about cool. Surefire constantly because I love sure. Tim and and that band. Awesome, but um. Cool. Uh, but they're they're a funk soul band, so just yeah, so, yeah. so so you can clarify to the audience. Sure, yeah, yeah. So yeah, the Surefire Soul Ensemble is is cinematic soul funk, as we would call it. Um, uh, I wanted to play that style a lot, and I was listening to like Menahan Street Band mm-hmm. before I got in, and that's like I fucking love that those guys. Hell yeah. And, 
Budos band. I love Budos band. Yeah. Like, so, and like Grey Boy All Stars, you know, oh, like yeah. I was, so I was already listening to that type of stuff and really dug it because I was playing jazz, you know, and I was, right. I got, I was really into jazz. I was really into Kurt Rosenwinkel. Do you know who that is? I don't. I don't. Check him, check him out, Mike. I think you'll, I think you'll dig him, Mike. Kurt he Rosenwinkel. has a, re- Kurt Rosenwinkel. It sounds like a, like a penis dysfunction, yeah, it but does. it's not. It's a, I got, it's I got, not, Rosen- I promise. <laughs> it's a, I got Rosenwinkel, doctor. I don't know how to get rid of it. I got the know? Rosenwinkel. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's a, his, <laughs> sorry, Kurt Rosenwinkel. <laughs> if he, if he were to ever hear this, he's like, are you calling my last name a penis thing? Well, I, I imagine it being just like your penis gets really <laughs> rosy red and it wrinkles up in some yeah, kind of way, yeah, like shrivels yeah. and turns red. <laughs> Rosenwinkel. Yeah. Rosenwinkel. Oh my God, that's a beautiful, that's a great little poet poem that you just created with you're welcome friend. world you're well all right thank you uh, <laughs> no listen to him but i, I was okay. doing a lot of jazz and then uh, naturally got into more of a funk feel too yeah so like i was already kind of interested in that flavor i mean i i listen to all types i listen to like i grew up listening to like heavy metal like deftones i love deftones you know oh, yeah. and and uh 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 like alternative rock and stuff and hip-hop i mean i have a pretty eclectic mindset like i'm not a very i'm not like a music snob where like some people are like dude fucked up and like (laughs) i try to i try to i try to like even if it's like imagine dragons or something i Mm. still try to find like as as cool things i'm like i don't really like that song but um that song was pretty cool you know Mm -hmm. so so, like i have a i have a pretty open mind you know like i'm not you know like i can I can try to, I, I like to hang with all different styles, you know, but, um, I was already kind of doing that, that f- jazz funk thing. Yeah. Um, what I had to do is, uh, it's a little bit different with Surefire because it's more soul oriented. So not as much notes, Yeah. you know, where, whereas jazz is very like free and just like, you know, beboppy at times, you know, if you want to, and that, that type of, that type of like musicianship, right. um, uh surefire was had more of like a like a like a low rider feel you know like not not too much density in this i mean obviously i would try to like go crazy at shows you know but during recordings if you listen to like any of my solos like there's a couple you know especially on like the out on the coast and then on the new record that i think because i'm i'm on the third record too as well and that's coming out pretty soon i think um but if you listen to those solos like they're a little bit more subdued and more of a soul oriented, mm. so not as many notes. Right, you know, right. more 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 pentatonic flavors. Yeah, um, more like uh, you know, like Grant Green is a great great uh, uh, guitar player that I really like. He's like I like his jazz flavor, but he's very soul based mm. too. So Grant Green is is a guy that um, I would listen to a lot to try to f- f- like figure out the correct vibe. Um, cause us guitar players, you know, it's so f- easy to noodle and play fast and try to shred and, right. um, where, where I can't, where, where I used to think that the, the more notes you play, the faster you played, the cooler it is. But now it's just, it's not, it's, I, I, yeah. my, I don't think about it like that anymore. I mean, there's so much talent out there that my go to my, my, my go-to is not to try to like sh- play as many notes, but to just tone more tone now, like try tone to find tone feel because like, yeah. yeah tone and feel because the seems like the most successful people out there are ones that you can you know like oh that's jimmy earring's tone or that's that's uh um you know uh derek truck's tone or something like that you know what i mean like you yeah. just like bb king like you can if you hear miles davis you know it's miles davis right. and if you're john coltrane you know it's john coltrane but if you like listen to 88.3 like in san diego the jazz station 
every musician is great, but they all sound the same. Right. So it's like, you know, I mean, it's harder to stand out now. So, right, and, right. and I think how to stand out is to do something unique and different for the first time, which is hard because it's like you just got to be creative where there's, there's so much going on nowadays in terms of talent and style that it's just overwhelming. So what you need, what I've been focusing on is, is like uh, melodies, you know, really catch melodies and tone and just flavor. Yeah, yeah. flavor. Cause, because, um, you know, I'm, <laughs> I don't have enough time to, uh, you know, I, that, to, to try to get on the level of some of these crazy guitar players that are just <laughs> yeah. like, it's just, you know, it's unbelievable no, I'm, what, the type of guys that are out there. You know I'm I mean? with you. Women. I'm with you. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you look like a band at like, like Snarky Puppy and you're just like, huh? No, I'm not, yeah, that's not, it's I'm just not that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. You know, like Corey, Hen Corey Henry, you know, oh. that, guy's, that guy's a fucking wizard. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. Totally. So. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you in the same fact. I'm uh, in the same. I'm I'm with you because yeah, yeah. I, I play I, I play multiple instruments in like and I play them out professionally. Quotes air quotes professionally. What, what's your, what's what's your main? Uh, is a guitar is your main I, one? I don't know. I, I don't know. It's gotten so fucking convoluted. What, I don't, how many how many instruments do you play? That's I only crazy. play I only play three instruments out. I only play oh, well, I guess four if you count hand percussion, but no one counts hand percussion. They do. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just somebody, kidding. Yeah. You're right. You're right. A good hand percussion is amazing. <laughs> uh, I love hand percussion actually. And no, I know you mean. And, um, <laughs> But yes. like any any wind like do you play any like wind instruments or, or no like, no or... see it's all rhythm based so uh rhythm it's stuff. bass, okay. bass right. guitar and piano uh yeah, i okay, mostly cool. get hired to do uh keyboard work which i don't i'm not the greatest wow. but i have my i have my talents uh and sure. then and then guitar is mostly i'll do rhythm and some lead but that's <laughs> and then bass i can hold down bass yeah cool okay so like yeah. i'm not great at any one of these things and i've totally just given up on the fact that i'm not gonna be because when i was younger i was like yeah i was the same way i was like yeah if you you gotta fly through these scales and you gotta be fast and you got you know blah 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 and, yeah, yeah. and as you get older and especially as that dream of being able to even play that fast and even have the knowledge to you know to do that it just seems exhausting and i'm just not into it <laughs> just sure. and, and i do i still and I, I do take a lot of pride in learning new things on whatever instrument instrument that i'm yeah, yeah. focused on at that time um, but I mean, it's not like sitting there and learning all my modes and what works over this chord so I can solo in these passing tones and shit. Like, fuck that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so um, yeah, no, I, I, I just, I gave up on that and, and I just concentrate on sort of building out the skills that I, the skills that I, I that I know that I'm decent at. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's, I obviously like during the, the learning period, uh, you know, I'm still learning, obviously it's ever evolving attitude but um like in the, the college years you know and 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 lessons it's like i would i would really try to f play scales and do all that stuff so i, I did a lot of that but yeah. at one point i yeah at one point i started realizing that i think i'm i want to do more damage in the melody and feel realm and like tone as a you know because like i'm a i think i'm a i'm an okay soloist you know mm -hmm. what i mean so um uh you know, like I, I feel comfortable with like my skill set there, but I've been on this frenzy of just trying to write catchy melodies and songs that people would like to sing to or or to dance to, like yeah. with my mind and stuff yeah. like that. So. so let's get into my mind. What what kind of uh what kind of got you into it? Uh, in, into like 
so because let I me mean, when I listen to it, it's it sounds soulful. I mean, it sounds it, you know there's sexy elements to it. So I, I sure, have to yeah, yeah. I have to believe that you like some kind of R and B or something. Oh, some, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, like and also like this very indie rocker groove thing going on. So sure, so it yeah, yeah. it was kind of a it's not a huge deviation from Soulfire. Uh, surefire yeah. my bad uh but sure but it's uh but you know it's sort of your thing so p- tell me about it. what what kind of sparked in my mind i just i think just like when you know, doing playing with surefire for so long and i started it while doing surefire still i just was like i had an itch to like i want to start writing my own stuff you know and like singing on my own things and stuff like that you know what i mean so i've been trying to are you good no, I'm sorry. My son's yelling. I'm so sorry, dude. He's oh, yelling no. something. Can you just give me one second? Oh, yeah, yeah. Take I'm care so of your son. I'm so sorry. Please. No, not at all. Are. Not at all. Take care of your son. <clears throat> what? Why's your old ass? I'm busy. Oh, shit. My bad. Wipe my own. Wipe your own ass. I wipe my own ass. All the listeners out there, I don't know how many listeners are listening, but that was a quote from Big Daddy. I wipe my own ass. Holy shit. I'm so, so sorry, dude. Did he did he wipe his own ass? He wipes or? his own ass. He didn't have that's toilet awesome. paper. Oh, that's he, awesome, though. He, he wipes his own ass. That's oh, great. totally, totally. He wipes. I'm not doing it. How old is he? How old is he? He's five. Five. He's wiping his ass already. That's great. He, that's he, awesome. He's but he wanted to like all of yeah. his all of his major <laughs> progressions in life from walking to shitting in the toilet has all been on his own. He just wants that... to do it. That's awesome. But he was like yelling, and I'm just like, I thought he was saying done because he'll just yell done, and like he won't even tell you he's off to go take a shit. Just all of a sudden you'll hear like a small voice going done, and I'll be oh it's time (laughs) to go like make sure because I'll still spot check him just to make sure he ain't got no like racing stripes going on down there. But um, (laughs) he uh, that's so funny. But he didn't have any toilet paper, so (laughs) so so that's why you're like oh shit my bad. Yeah, my it's bad, just like, dude. Like talking to your buddy, like, oh shit, my bad, son. Oh well, yeah, because I I don't really That's like funny. talking to kids like they're kids because they're, they're people. And no, I I hear talk- you. <laughs> it's like talking. Uh, it's like that's. It seems uh, to me well, disrespectful. Like you want to res- you want respect. Talk to a kid like. You know, he's wiping his own ass. You want to give him his respect. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. There you go. So please, I'm, I'm so sorry. Let's start again with like why no, you deviated. No. Deviated. No, I, was gonna, I, I, I started I started the my mind thing. Yeah. Uh, when I was uh, still playing with Surefire, and I just was like, I wanted to write my own stuff because I was playing other people's music. I mean, I was writing a lot with Surefire. We were all writing songs together, but it, I wanted to do more something that I had complete control over. Yeah. You know, and uh, um, I wanted to do some songs where I would sing it on. You know, what I mean, and I wanted to just like develop myself as an artist more and just just try to like get through life without <laughs> with another project to keep me uh preoccupied you know um, I mean? just one second before you go on now yeah. have you ever done any kind of solo like just singer songwriter like i'm just at the bar playing covers to make some money before not or, so- not not, perf- 
not performing just like in college writing like i i did sing and like write you know by myself but not yeah. performing yeah okay yeah. just 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 instrumental um before okay before. okay my, a... my my mind it was the my mind and then the stuff that i do with the school where i do like music therapy th those were the only times where i started really getting out there and singing and getting comfortable with it mm. uh, um but yeah, I wrote the the like the first track I wrote in my mind, and you know, I'm, my mind. <laughs> I mean, uh, the hard part was finding coming up with a name. But I'm actually I like my mind. Like I feel I'm not like embarrassed by it. like I think it's a, I think it's a good name, and I you know I dig it. In other words, and it's hard to find like a name where you're like it feels right or it's catchy, but not does isn't like dumb or something. Yeah. Anyway, so, no, I play but, in a band called Green Acre Sessions. No sweat in it here, bro. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah, yeah, it's very like I it's I, I like electronic music too, so mm. there's a lot of electronica in there, you know, with like yeah, there's sample bass. stuff going on. Samp yeah. some sample stuff in there. Um obviously like the the new song I, I have like I ha the song I sent you, Detroit Feel, um it's uh I had like an early release with that on SoundCloud, but um it'll be released next Friday on you know Spotify. all the social media yeah. yeah, all that stuff and and then I have a show next Friday at Bar Pink, um, so it'll be a nice little, you know, it'll be a nice Friday of, of music for, for me with my group. Nice. Um, uh, so this won't come out until well after the 23rd, just so you know. Um, oh, that's okay. But do, can we play your song, your new one, uh, Detroit Feel? Yeah. So, okay, so let's let's listen to Detroit Feel, right? That's the name of it? Yeah, Detroit, yeah, Detroit Feel. Feel. Let's listen yeah. to Detroit Feel, come back, and we'll, we'll talk more about my mind.
and we're back. So, so I, I, I dig the song and I like that it's a, it's a very poppy, um, uh, and, and like, it has definitely it, pop it feel, elements in there for it sure. Feel, it feels, it kind of almost feels like, um, uh, it's not different from the other stuff, but like maybe a, a pro- progress, I don't know, a progression to, to it. Sure. So yeah, yeah. it's more dancey is what I'm saying. It's like dancey totally. and poppy. And yeah. Stuff. Um, so tell me about this track and then we'll, we'll talk more about my mind in in general, but I'm just curious about this track and, uh, I, uh, I I wanted it. I was listening to a lot of Detroit house music. Ah. So that was the inspiration because Detroit feel. Um, so I was listening to a lot of Detroit house music, um, when I was writing this and I was just like, I I just liked the vibe of the backbeat, you know, like four on the floor type of thing, you know? Um, so I, I dug that. And I wanted to have that beat in there, like kind of like an electronic like dance beat in there. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to just put in a, a funky guitar riff in there. Like if you're to just take out the the beat and you just heard the guitar riff and the staccato line, it's very it's very like kind of fe- the Fela Kuti feel with the staccato line. Yeah, yeah. And then the, and then the the guitar like little progression has a funk feel to it. You know what I mean? So my goal was to just, because Detroit house is a lot, it's like very dancey, but it has a lot of samples and like instrumentation in there. Mm-hmm. That's different, different than other house music, you know? But, um, yeah, I just wanted to have a backbeat of that, which is like the main thing you hear. And, um, focusing on the guitar riff on the vocals, I wanted to just do, I like to do stack harmonies, you know? So oh, I, was yes. thinking, I did notice I was, that, that, that yeah, harmony was, in there. Yeah, I was thinking of uh, of like kind of a Jamiroquai esque type mm, of feel, yeah. and like even Michael Jackson type of feel oh, a little totally. bit. You know what I mean? So like, what is that? Was it, that a major seventh? Is that that chord? I don't. I can't. I can't remember. No, it's <laughs> it's just a, it's just playing off a F F F minor, but I'm just oh, stacking it up. Yeah, 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 F minor, but I'm just stacking some of the color tones off there, and like I think you know. So uh, I I even forget right now. It's so funny I write this stuff, but I forget like which what is the exact notes. But no, you know, no, because I know. I know that is one thing that like really stuck out because I'm very much a, a production guy, so I sure. tend to block out vocal lines and, and only in terms of how it affects everything else, as in melody, like words just sort of fall to the side i don't really hear sure. words i'm only hearing like the instruments going and, and like I, I i'm the same way i'm the same way so yeah, when i hear way. when i hear a chord when i hear like awesome melodies it immediately grabs me and or, or not melodies but like uh, amazing uh you know vocal stacks chords whatever the fuck that yeah is. yeah for sure <laughs> like for sure. It, it it really it really pulls me because it's just that's where my high, my head goes yeah um, i'm trying to think like I'm sorry, you didn't have... Nick is trying to figure out the actual chord he's singing. <laughs> no, I was just like, I was just thinking of, of, of like, yeah, how did I, how did I write that? I, I was writing it on a piano. Yeah. So I was playing it, like, typically what I do with that song is I write everything on, I like, I, uh, I played like, you know, synth bass on there and I was using my, my keyboard, but um, I was all, I was starting out with the keyboard i think i had that riff be- beforehand before i started recording which was you know uh one of the reasons why i was like i, I so badly want to record this because i'm like that that riff is fucking awesome you know yeah, yeah, yeah um so uh yeah i just i like the stacked harmonies and um and i'm getting better at like you know uh trying to just create a, an aura of some sort you know with the vocals because I, I love uh something about vocal harmonies sound better than like chord 
harmonies or guitar harmonies like it's just with the, with the with the voice when you if you do it right it's just there's some sort of like otherworldly effect to it totally you know, so I, I it has to be something to do with just genetically we are uh predisposed to listen to other voices because that's how we communicate i just feel like yeah. it has to, i mean since like singing and like dr- and like yeah, percussion I mean, was the first form of like real like expression and communication like it's yeah, just yeah. in us to hear someone go oh and be like oh wow right yeah. i mean yeah it's like if you hear somebody singing something that's like really beautiful or pleasant i mean it's amazing because you, that person themselves are creating that sound whereas right. like when we use a guitar we're using an inanimate object to like yes. you know to do that and um percussion we're using third party instruments you know what i mean Where, whereas like if you do it with your voice it's like it's a little bit more it's you real. yeah it's you yeah it's, yeah, that's it's you it's, it's you crazy. are the it's instrument you. that's what my wife yeah. tells her vocal students is like you are the instruments the the makeup of your bones of your skull and like the shape yeah. of your esophagus and all this shit it's it's you this shape that this that you're pushing yeah. these fucking vibrations out of is all shaped like, by your fucking when face you, it's crazy yeah and when you do it really nicely and or you know and like when you do something that's pleasant or whatever whatever you view as pleasant i mean it's something special you know and you hear something like man that is unbelievable you know where you hear right. like a really good singer and you're just like so not jealous but you're just so like man like yeah. oh, you are you. that is great that's yeah. great you know what i mean I was listening to Nick uh, Hakim. I don't know how to say his last name, but it's H A K I M, and like I've been obsessed with that guy's voice lately. His name's Nick Hakim or whatever. But um, what kind of music? Super. Is it? It's very like R and B and like kind of slow and and uh, an alternative feel, but like kind of uh, like it's 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 R and B, like kind of sexy, groovy yeah. type of stuff, but. Um, like a- kind of wa- yeah. yeah yeah sort of like the weekend or something in that vein. Not, not 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 as not as not as a uh, no not not as a uh, dancey or like poppy it's more it's more like uh uh more soulful more soul gotcha, yeah gotcha. more soul way more soul yeah yeah well uh yeah you know i was also gonna say that it, i mean it sounds like you're the i mean like you have a lot of like uh ethereal sounds and soundscaping and stuff so you're like building out soundscapes and that always interests yeah. me too me i'm a big i i tend to be a little bit blue in my in my productions and a little bit like i, I tend to be a bit dark you yeah, know so me too. that's just something that i i tend to go for but like i used to i was really into film scores i was i mm. was i was so I, I would listen to a lot of film score music and, and my favorite composers like in college and grad school. Um, you know, I, I worked on a student film and it won an Emmy here in San Diego. <laughs> That's amazing. The, the, yeah. The film, the, the, the regional Emmy, not, you know, not, yeah, not the yeah. big one, but, but, um, but that's still, uh, fuck it. That's, it was, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. cool. And it, the, if you were to listen to music, it's very like kind of, uh, uh, it's, it's dark. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's dark and a bit blue, but I, um, I, I guess I, I think I'm a better writer at more somber esque type of stuff than maybe happier stuff. I, I just notice I just I gravitate towards the more like intensity. Do you, do you yeah, feel like uh, do you feel like you hit more like like especially going for like solos? Do you feel like you shine more in like the minor blues or something or in oh, the minor yeah. notes? Is it? Yeah, me too, man. Me totally, too. I'm totally, totally yeah, fucking yeah. like the minor blues. Like I'll fucking crush. I'm actually yeah. working on getting better at the major blues because I'm because there's there's a lot of that around here. But no, <laughs> sure. No, I I've gotten a lot better at at like playing over major chords mm. and like and major pentatonic blues and 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 made like I've 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 gotten comfortable like 
they're, they're, they might be equal, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but I, yeah, I mean, when you have that shape, you know, and you, and you have your sweet spot and you get to like shred a bit, it's yeah. always fun to play off like the minor or like do- even dominant chords, you know, mm-hmm. like just because that's all we did in the surefire was very, it was all dominant and blues based and right. shit like that, you know, so. So you're really into film scoring, and you just sort of like, um, I and you know I don't know why it always. Hit. Do you know who Bonobo is? You know? I fucking love Bonobo. Yeah, I don't he's know. Like one, he's like He's one of my favorite. Oh man, I, I yeah, dude, just greatest. So- the greatest i don't know where he's going now it seems to be way more in the edm realm but that's okay he still has those amazing records from his early days and have you seen him have you seen him live at all i have i seen him at the casbah actually oh did he do a a band did he do dj or band band it was a band oh man wow he was at casbah and he had uh what oh yeah of course it was uh he had that one singer with him the one who sings on um like is it it a sexy uh, is it sexy black the yes, black chick the black chick, really... the black chick yep. yeah dude dude she yeah. oh Murder. so i saw them i saw them at a i saw them at a um at a uh house of blues i've seen hmm. them a couple times but like or no i saw them at the observatory and like they were all hanging out at bar pink after so i was just like oh, nice. so i was like talking with them and like i was just like falling in love with like the black singer and i was just yeah. like yeah, I, mean, I was just like, dude, she just her voice is so amazing. She's so gorgeous, and oh my god, um, yeah, she's just like, just like, like I felt like she was singing to me from the stage. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? No, I might have been, on, I might have been on a couple hallucinogenics, but <laughs> I was gonna say, I was exactly what I was gonna say. Like when I saw them, I was like candy flipping <laughs> if, yeah. if anybody knows what that is that is what well i don't know if it's candy flipping if you take shrooms but i was definitely eating Ooh, shrooms, I love shrooms and awesome. um uh shrooms and and and, and uh fizz god come on ecstasy uh, oh my god molly that's i guess pretty... is what the kids are oh, calling it so oh, wow so like i went there that's and, I, and that's how i saw them and it was trippy because like my ex-girlfriend was there and i was with my new girlfriend at the time who like i left my ex with to be with the new girl so like wow but, like, you the dirty music, dog my, well, you dirty it was dog. my fault my... she fucking stole me away <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> it wasn't my fault that I ended up fucking her. <laughs> oh my god! You she dirty little she lured awesome. me. She lured me, and you know, well, it, can it, you can you blame her? I no, mean, look I at can't. you. Come I mean, on, you can't blame that. You guys can't see it, but I just flex for uh, Nick, which was a very right sad display of flexing. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, "Looks like, looks like yeah. you and me. We, let's go to the gym and let's let's talk about this." All right? I do, I do go to the gym, but lately I've been just doing cardio. But but the music was so good that like it blocked out her negative fucking thirst vibe. And so I was just like, "Fuck this," you know, like like she was staring, glaring, they're glaring at me from across the room, and all I could do was focus on the music. And like everyone, oh, it was yeah. so powerful. I was talking about the show. It was such a powerful yeah. show that it fuck it, it, like it blocked out the negative vibes of a of a jealous lover or ex lover. No, I I totally hear you, <laughs> um, dude. But I that's, just I oh, love that band. I love no, that they're band great. So much, they're man. great, and that's that's sort of like. I don't know, but anytime I hear any kind of soundscaping, like I always, my mind drifts to them, and that's why I sort of brought it up. It, it, it sounds, and like I know it's not bonobo music. It, what you do, my mind is definitely not bonobo, but like no, I, but I definitely hear that. That that's influence. great. 
that's yeah. that that makes me feel great because huge huge influence from from that band like yeah, i, I, great, I yeah. totally i would listen to them all the time we're uh, simon green that guy's super yes, cool simon it's green great. so so yeah. then what when you're going to make a my mind song what what's the first thing you kind of work i mean you're a guitar so i assume it's guitar but uh mm-hmm, wh- mm-hmm. where do you start when you're making a song that just you is going to put your hands on I mean, uh, just at the beginning, in the beginning stage, because obviously you can sh- farm things out. Because you, uh, yeah. you have Dr- Jake on a couple of the songs, right? Yeah, well, uh, because uh, because I was uh, um, like with his album, we, you know, we, me and Matt and Tim helped write a lot of the songs. So right. uh, it was kind of like, hey, Jake, can you, you know, he helped me out. I helped him out writing. <laughs> yeah. the, the, so he was nice enough to give me some of his drum drum takes from some of the songs we've worked on and i just cut the shit out of them and nice. and and uh made it feel as as like real as possible but i really just wanted like that that analog sound that they got you know which was cool so yeah. um but uh usually what i do is i'll write a progression on the guitar and uh and uh and i'll hum and i'll hum a melody but i use the i use the piano a lot like what what i'll do is uh, i'll come up with something on the guitar hum a melody and then i'll go to the computer and start like piecing together like a bass line and just to see if it's like even worth it to like you know is it is this something that could even would i be what i is this worth it to work on you know yeah, I mean? yeah yeah and and then uh so once i add the bass uh bass line with the guitar part you know and i'm like oh this is definitely doable then then it just kind of like goes on from there you know and then uh yeah that but typically i come up i I use my guitar like in the initial stage and then hum a melody and then i'll go to the computer and start and start working on it so you'll build a beat from just like electric beat and just so you or yeah like like i'll I'll try to i've been like digging around for some like uh you know uh because i've been trying to find i've I've found that like it's easier to work with because i don't i don't have the technology that tim has at his place Mm -hmm. in terms of recording stuff so I'm a little bit more, uh, you know, di di uh, y, you know, over here, like doing it myself, and and uh, uh, so I, I've been like coming across more of these like kind of electronic, like simple beat, like simple like kicks, and like finding the right kick and the right snare and the right hi hat. Mm. But I find that it's a little bit easier to address that um, because I think it works more with the style that I'm going for, like kind of more of an electronic r&b feel but i but i also want to do more recording drums um it's just uh it's harder to do that it's just oh, more totally, time totally. yeah i mean just oh, more time more 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 money and all that shit hell yeah but um so what i usually do is like I'll, yeah i'll just like try to dig around for some like free uh you know free like on the internet like you know there's a lot of free things that you can get uh, in terms of kicks, snares, yeah. and hi hats, you know. And then, like, I, obviously, I don't want it to sound corny, you know. So you can you can tell if you can tell if like, oh, that's too corny of like. Yeah, those are some just, stock ass logic kicks. Yeah, son. those are those are those are too <laughs> stocky. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So the the idea is to try to and then manipulate the shit out of it, you right. know. Um, so, but usually you, that that's how it usually goes is a come up with like a little guitar line or a guitar progression then a melody and i'll hum a melody and then whether it's of uh, instrumental or singing is it comes a little bit later you know what i mean so uh, you, you kind of insinuated that uh, if you do get hung up on a on, on something you you'll abandon ship um uh do you ever do you ever like keep those around or do you just delete or do you ever come back to something you might have abandoned and then been like ooh, yeah, there's yeah. something here um well, well uh, let's see um 
Oh shit! Hold on, my batteries. Let me uh, put on the charger here. Um, it's uh usually I like to. It's hard. I I have trouble, um, like doing one song and then not finishing it and going to another one. I like to finish songs in its entirety and yeah. go to the next one. Unless unless like I have like unless I'm um have a deadline to put out like five songs or something. But I'm, I'm that's not my case. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um. Uh, usually the the ones that I've come across and brought back are ones that I've written years ago. And like, uh, I brought back a couple, like that song dreamland, um, uh, on, on my EP is, it w- was a song that I wrote years and years ago. And I just brought it back to record it in a more modern feel mm. or more R and B feel and just record it better. So I did bring back that, that, that song dreamland. It's, it's the only, instrumental track on there other than like the instrumental version of in my mind but um i br- i wrote that like super long ago and then people seemed to dig it and i just wanted to bring it back because it has a like has that orchestral feel at the end and mm-hmm. i put some like pads on there and made it sound kind of dreamy like yeah. you know so and then and then the let's see live for my live shows i'm definitely bringing back some of these old songs that i've like worked on i just haven't recorded them like on 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 like uh like they're on SoundCloud, but I haven't recorded it in a more modern feel like I yeah. like I've been doing with through some the, of the my stuff. mind filter that my mind feel there you go for sure um it was more of the Nick Costa feel back in the day now it's, a little bit, <laughs> now it's yeah. my mind now it's my mind motherfucker yeah um, I like it but uh so I have and that was just more so to like build a set you know like what what how you know, like yeah you I need to a, fill some time I I need to fill time so like let me bring and and I want to and like the show next friday um uh, that i'm playing uh it's you know we have like 40 minutes uh time it's you know so we have there's three bands so it's actually a perfect set for me but yeah. I, I you know I, i'm trying to do all original music you know what I mean? nice. and not i, I want to I, I i'll probably throw some covers in there eventually if i need to play like a longer set but um i'm really trying hard to just come up with as much original material because i play so many cover songs you know with like with Jake's group, we do a lot of like uh, 1960s soul covers, and then with Surefire, we did a, a good amount of covers from some of our favorite like funk artists. And so, and there's and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just uh, those those are great ways to fill up time, and fill a yeah. concert, and then and also just to like be like, oh, that band's playing that song. I've heard that. I love yeah. that song. You yeah, know? it kind of like sets a taste as well. It's like, ooh, this band ha- is. Uh, I like their taste, and like uh, you like. Yeah, you kinda, totally. It's a it's a good way of connecting. It's definitely a good yeah. way of connecting. It's a great way to break out too. Like a lot of like if you if you know because of the whole talent thing and just how to stand out. It's a, a great way to stand out is to take an existing song mm. and do an adaptation of it and and hopefully for a, a different style that's that would be very unique. You know, right. like like taking a Bone Thugs and Harmony song and turn it into like a fucking soul song or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like well, something they're, like they're, that. They're prime for soul songs though. Just the way they sing, they're, they're sing-songy way they are, they're of rapping. They're essentially, they're essentially, they're essentially like rap soul for yeah. sure. Like it's super so, like, soulful. They're set up. Oh man, that's a good idea. We'll, we'll yeah. see who gets to that first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, well, hey, but uh, even with Tim and Surefire, um, you guys had success with that meters cover. Um, I, I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. It kind of got picked Messi- up. Message from the meters. Yeah, yeah. And we got it- Kelly Finn. You know, Kelly Finnegan from monophonics was singing on that and he's got such a he's just got he's just got such a good voice like when i when i when i was up in la recording with him at um at orgone's studio um 
you know the band Orgone? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so Sergio, Sergio, the guitar player, was in the leader of that group was uh, doing the recording. We were up oh, there. Nice. And it, yeah, it was a lot of fun, and uh, he has he's got a really cool setup too, like very similar to Tim's. Um, it just not... seems like that's the that's kind of like where it's at right now. If you're gonna do that kind of music, because uh, what, what Dap Tone Records, Dap, they yeah, kind of set the yeah. they kind of set the precedent the precedent there. for that. Yeah, and and it's, uh, which is uh, which is cool. I love it. I love that. I mean, I love that kind of music. That's where my heart is. Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah. It's very yeah. I mean, it was fun. Like the recording process for that was super fun to watch because like Kelly's voice was just like. You know, you're just like, damn, man, like, you're fucking born with that. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, and his dad, his dad's a really good singer, too, so it runs in the family. You know what I mean? His, um, but, uh, Kelly Finnegan sang on that, and that was obviously, like, a a huge boost for the song, and then, um, like, just Coal Mine Records, they're doing a great job at at promoting the music, and And, Harry's doing a, Being fair with the musicians, I think, is one of the biggest things that stuck out with me. He broke it down to me, like, how he works out the records and all that stuff i forgot but like i know for a fact that it was like definitely not it wasn't a bad deal for musicians the way yeah, they he's said a, it you know yeah it's a great it's a great it's a great um uh label to be on oh, to be a part yeah. of like with for sure um, my experience with it was i mean and i didn't necessarily interface with terry all too much but yeah. um when we when we did like see each other you know he was always he was always a super nice guy and 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 um i if anything i wish i could hang out with him more (laughs) well he's just like uh, a super fan like that's the biggest thing is like you can just tell he's a super fan of music and like he just loves that and he loves to he loves being like a a purveyor no what the fuck never mind but he just likes the a curator (laughs) he you can tell like he loves that he is kind of a curator especially because he brings back all these old he does these re-releases of old soul records and stuff so yeah Seems, I mean, it seems like they, he's doing it right because the way they're pro, pro, uh, progressing mm-hmm. in terms of like yeah, just like the business, it seems that you know they're doing it yeah. right. So, he was telling yeah. me he's like, yeah, the label doesn't really bring in any money, but the 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 record store does. <laughs> he said so. One feeds the other one, and we make it work. <laughs> yeah, like, I think dope. it'll it'll. I mean, I'm sure it'll get better and better for I, him. Well, this as, was like yeah, a year and get... a half, almost two years now yeah. ago. So like yeah, in I those. Mean, in that short time, he's already sure. moved buildings, gotten bigger, and I'm I'm sure like he's made more moves, you know, like so. Totally, it, totally. it's just getting yeah. bigger. Um, yeah. so we're kind of reaching the end here, so I'm gonna give you a couple rapid fire questions. Cool. Uh, so, uh, what is <laughs> this is a new one that I think is really stupid that I think I'm gonna stop asking, but it it applies. <laughs> what what uh what do you do um what's something that you do regularly regularly that you don't mm-hmm. uh, uh, put online that I don't put like in terms like on of Facebook uh, or Instagram. That's something you don't put on. Hmm. Um, that's wow. That's such a good question. Is um, it? I think it's so cheesy. <laughs> well, I don't know because we, we, it's, I mean, we just, uh, Facebook is like, we put out the best of us to exactly. We like put our best, best foot life, forward. Right? Yeah. What do I do that? I don't put online a lot. Um, I didn't think about it that way, by the way. I don't know. Being like running around naked in my house and I don't. <laughs> running around. Don't, just like you run around naked regularly. Just like, no, um, I, I don't know. Like I've, uh, I like to like the whole boxing thing. Like I've mm. been trying to like get into more, get more into boxing, but I guess I'm a little bit more nervous to like, to uh, showcase that or something. I, I don't know. Um, uh, that's one thing. Uh, what else would be, um, 
I'm just thinking of all the dirty stuff that I don't. <laughs> yeah, I guess I could um, tweak the question to make it a little bit more. Uh, no, that's direct. funny. I think I th- I think what I like. Uh, just like fuck. I, I don't put fucking online. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You know, I try to play piano a, a, a good amount, and uh, I don't necessarily post myself playing piano as mm. much because I feel a little bit more insecure about like. Uh, just being a fluid player, whereas like piano, I usually use it more so for composition and by myself, you know, type right. of stuff. Whereas guitar, I like to post stuff and let you know, just keep people updated on like what I'm doing musically yeah. and just style wise. But um, uh, I really love the piano, and um, I can, you know, like uh, there there have been opportunities to like post some nice little melodic stuff that I play, but I I don't I don't know why. But <laughs> yeah, I feel <laughs> anyway. You. I feel I just recently started posting my playing because. I'm so insecure about my playing that I've never really posted it. And sure. so I've been just putting whatever out and just seeing what kind of sticks. And like, I just, I yeah. don't, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of my own playing. And, and I don't like, think I just, anybody, I don't think anybody is. I think we're all, I think that's right. part of the, the deal, you know, but <laughs> I, you know, I, the, I think it's good to put stuff like that out. Obviously, you know, we, we don't want to try to be a, a, a person that's showing off or anything, but mm as an artist you know like it's kind of our job to promote and to because people are going to come see us play right you know they right. want to know what so that's yeah, i think about it like that you know yeah totally and 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 that the only real way to, i guess to validate art which is the saddest way is how people react to it you know yeah like, I know. you could it's, think it it's is, amazing yeah. but if the if most people think it's garbage, then maybe you got to rethink some, or I don't know. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. No, I, I hear you. I, it's weird. It's weird. It's, it is. It's, weird. it's like, it's, it it's, a, yeah, I, it's, it's a weird, like, feeling <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> What's, uh, okay. What was, um, oh, come on. I just had it in my stupid head and then it just went away. Just give me a second. You're going to see me not on the thing for a second. Oh, that's okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, what, what's the, what's the best advice you've ever gotten? Ooh, man. Um, I, I think the advice of like, I, just if we're just talking musically, you know, um, anything just, but yeah, musically, just to, like, sure. uh, I have a, cu- I, a couple, um, I think, uh, and this was me just reading an article, you know, but I, I really like the idea of taking every gig you can get. Like, mm. obviously, obviously you don't want to play and like, I mean, obviously, you don't want to take gigs that aren't going to um, respect the your artistry or your talent. And like, if in other words, like if you if you're a pro and you know and you're getting offered to do a gig and they're really lowballing you, then then I would imagine that it's okay to say it's you know like right. I've done too many gigs at that you know I, I this is a certain I need to be paid a certain amount because I've just been doing this for so long. Yeah. But I, I, I when the, for the younger kids or the younger guys that are starting out is. Um, uh, I think just take as every gig you can get, like, even if you think that you don't want to do it. And if you think that you suck and you're not good enough, the fact that somebody asked you to do it is good enough reason to do it. Because why would that, you know, why would that person ask you if they didn't believe in you in some aspect, you know, mm-hmm. because that person, it doesn't want to, uh, you know, it, they're going to be affected by it as well. Right. They don't want to look dumb. So, yeah. So I think, that, I think, um, I used to have a hard time saying yes to things cause I was nervous and mm-hmm. just scared. But it's gotten so much easier now that I just say yes, especially if I just want to play with my buddies, you know, mm. and and um, uh, and then I've gotten better at, at being fair to like, you know, how much I, how much I think I should be like um, 
compensated for because essentially you want you want to make sure that you're getting compensated because you're setting the precedent for other musicians and if you're just doing things low then you're not going to help the other people that are going to be you know so i the i think the thing is um is to uh take as many opportunities as you can while maintaining your like a professional integrity you know of what uh, of what you think um is worth it or not you know but when you're younger you should definitely do as many gigs as you can to get used to it and to just get the get that nervousness out because yeah. it's just yeah you know what i mean it's so, only gonna hold you back if you don't get past that yeah and and, and right yeah and like going to going to jam sessions and stuff like that and just putting yourself out there and that's something that i still need to work on all the time putting myself out there but mm. um i think it's important to like feel uncomfortable like try to try to make yourself feel uncomfortable just to to get over it and see how you come off you know what i mean that's exactly where i was gonna go with this as well as like just off of you saying that is like putting yourself in uncomfortable uh situations that pertain to what you're interested in uh is probably some of the best things you can do because you're sort of you're each time you do it you're sort of lowering this bar for yourself or what you know just getting over that stage fright or whatever it is that you're trying to get over and plus you got you're not if you're gonna sit there and fucking not risk anything you're not gonna get anything you know i mean that's you gotta put it out you gotta risk it it takes risk so you have to sacrifice something has to go if you want to excel in this and that's a life like that's a life lesson right there right i mean like that that like that translates to every fucking thing in life you know i mean you you know uh yeah if you're just you know the definition of insanity insanity is like expecting res- different results while ma- doing the same thing you right. know what i mean see it's like yeah it's just that's a life skill and it musically it's so it's like very very obvious you know mm. but uh in life yeah absolutely well it's not so obvious to a kid who's afraid of like failing who's getting out of school sure, and yeah. who doesn't want to like starve to death you know like i right. get it yeah. i get it but you yeah. also have yeah. to you also have to um I guess you just have to trust your skills. I mean, like, I mean, obviously, if you're just starting mm-hmm. out, you don't just throw, like, don't quit your job and fucking just start. Yeah. Like, I'm you doing know, it. Yeah, but, yeah. Don't but go to you a get jazz to a jam session if you only know one seventh chord. You know? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know like, mean? learn like, your shit. Get get right at what you're yeah, doing. Prepare, prepare. Prepare. And, like, make sure that you're going to, you know, you're, you're, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Um, what is a, like, what's a seminal album for you? And it can be more than one. I know that's a hard, uh, question. Um, a musician, especially. Let me try to think, uh, something that just like shook your shit, like shook you to the core, like change your, so like, I'll give mm-hmm. my, I'll give my example yeah, yeah. is bitches brew sort of like flipped everything oh. on its head and like okay. made me realize that wow. you can do Bitch anything brew. with music, anything's possible and fucking all you gotta do is just do it so that's that's what i'm talking about but like you know whatever that was and it could be multiple albums i get that it's not just t- gonna be one i'll forever. tell you and this might sound super surprising but like um i was the biggest billy joe armstrong fan from green day like, oh yeah he, he's just like i would watch him perform and i don't really like the new albums that he's done but all the ones up to like nimrod or warning mm. i thought were you know i'm just i have a nostalgia love for billy joe armstrong and like mm. he's green he, he made shit. yeah green day is fucking is, is one of my favorite bands growing up and like uh he made me want to like the way he commands the stage made me want to be a performer yeah um uh so just him and his music in general but as i've gotten older you know where my mindset is totally different and musically um 
I think an album that that Bonobo album, that Animal Sounds album, oh, yeah, was yeah. really that Bonobo album was really something special to me when I first heard that. It really like it really put a love in my heart for like soundscaping and down tempo and like just kind of groove chill oriented music um that made me want to produce more and write more and then uh maybe like uh um i've been going crazy on this band unknown mortal orchestra i fucking love this band Mm -hmm. unknown and so uh their their album sex and food i think is fantastic Maybe one more album, like in before that, because that was more uh, 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 recent. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, dude, I was listening to a lot of jazz in college. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, kind of blue album was yeah. was something amazing for me. Like, I know, I know, it's of, so hard to just sit there and be like, it was I this mean, one like, thing because life yeah, changes and you kind of go through changes. And yeah, I I get it's it. It's hard. It's like because there isn't. It's like there isn't one particular album that completely changed like me as a human being but just like bits and parts of different albums you know what i mean yeah so like maybe like the the initiation into the music world of just like how amazing would it be to just like be confident on stage and command an audience um you know listening to green day was was amazing as a kid propelled me into like jazz with like miles davis so the kind of blue album and then the more down tempo stuff the that bonobo animal sounds album was just so cool and um you know, and uh, and then like lately, I've been listening to a, a unknown mortal orchestra because I, I just think, yeah, dude, check t- check them out. I just love they're, the name in general. Like it just yeah, sounds like they're, fun. They're, anyway. they're, super, they're super sick, man. Super weird, like I'm, very very. Yeah, I mean not weird, but just like oh, and I think Tame Impala. I love Tame, Tame Impala. Impala. Oh shit, I forgot about that. Fuck. I love that band Tame Impala, dude. Like that band, the, their oh. their album like uh, Circles or whatever that their their most recent one that came out was just fucking unbelievable. Like it's such a rad sound. That that kind of I fucking hate that. There, well, I don't hate it. It's great, but it's so I don't know. It's not frustrating either, but it's just I don't know confounding that you'll find like this album and band that you just absolutely love. And then because there's so much information coming in at all times now, like they'll just drift to the back and like, you'll just forget about them. And then all of a sudden when you say tame Impala, it's like, Oh my God, those guys are fucking amazing. Yeah. Well, and, you're, and, like, you're, and I can't you have even, so much, you have so much music in your your body and brain probably that that's probably why because you're doing just, interviews with people and playing you know it just, so. go, it just goes in and out it, it's so tough it, it it's weird to maintain inform- I think for anybody it's just hard to maintain any kind of information like hold sure. on to it or, or you know like really learn something it, it's getting when you harder smoke a lot of weed especially <laughs> when you smoke a lot of weed especially <laughs> dude I'm serious like it's getting bad to the point where I can't fucking like. I can't keep thoughts. You, for, you, for, on, you forget to put the toilet paper in your son's bathroom right, when he's or, trying to wipe his ass. But yeah. I can't even keep track of thoughts <laughs> that are happening in real time. Like, I'll be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, it's same gone. here. It's same gone. here. Okay, same well, here. I guess that's it. <laughs> same here. Oh, yeah, same with the teaching. Absolutely. I'm always like, where the fuck was I just going? All right, never mind. Yeah, totally. It, it is. Uh... Nick Costa, <laughs> I really appreciate you coming on the show and, oh, and, Mike. and, and uh, being uh, being lovely and, and honest and and uh, you know, thank you Thanks, very much. Dude. Thank you, Mike. It was so great talking with you. Finally, and we're we've been Facebook friends for a while for but so now, long. Na- for so long, for so finally, long, we've been we Facebook finally friends. have been we finally can look at each other. <laughs> Digitally, oh we could now be still friends digitally 
Oh my goodness, awesome. But okay. uh, yeah, Nick, I mean like I love seeing uh, again, I I'm a huge huge fan of Surefire Soul Ensemble. So I cool. fucking so it was a, a complete joy to talk to you and uh and yeah, fucking I love I love Tim and Jake. Both those guys are just solid cool. human beings and and, and fucking awesome. it was it was great chatting with you, Nick. I'll Yeah uh, man, you too man. Um, thank you so much for the interview. I appreciate it. Thank you, Nick, for coming on the show. I appreciate you coming on and sharing your truths. Go check out Nick at, uh, let's see, he has a gig coming up actually, let's see, March 9th. So if you want to go see Saturday, this Saturday, March 9th, Nick and uh, his band My Mind will be playing with Liquid Squid and Ramon Lomas at the Black Cat Bar at 4246 University Avenue in San Diego, California. So go check out My Mind, go support and uh, and, and enjoy that. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> go to randommystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com and check out the new Random Mystique album 1018. I had the honor of penning a few of the tunes alongside my wife, Random Mystique. Uh, we're very proud of it. Please do go check it out at randommystique.com. You can get the physical copies there or you can stream it on the YouTubes, on the Spotify's, on uh, Apple Play or Google Play, my bad, Apple Music. All the streaming sites, you can find the album 1018 by Random Bastook. Uh, you can also go check out the newly redesigned website, wespeakenglishgood.net. Go check it out. Scroll around. You know, click on stuff. Uh, you can also follow us on the Instagrams at We Speak English Good and on the Facebooks at We Speak English Good. Also, my YouTube channel. I'd like for you to go check out the YouTube channel. It's uh, it's fun for everyone. It has some old videos from how the podcast used to be, and uh, you know now now it has a bunch of the shit that I'm doing on my Instagram and more. I don't know. What I'm trying to say more. Okay, that's enough of that. You can also write the show at we speak English good at gmail.com. You know, write the show, let us know what you what you're thinking, what's on your mind, how we're doing. Let us know. We like it. I'll return the email. Anyways, I hope everybody enjoyed their fat Tuesday, got it all in. It is now Lent as of today. It is, is Wednesday, the March 6th. Uh, Lent is here. So uh, start Lenting, everybody. Or relenting. Uh, give up that thing, that thing that you wanted to give up. Uh, uh, maybe it's sugar. Maybe give up sugar for 40 days. That's not a bad thing. I don't know. I'm not one for Christianity or organized religion, but I do respect uh, the idea of abstinence and stay, you know, and staying away from something specific. There is something to be said. There is knowledge to be gained from it. So, you know, enjoy that. Uh, try to do that D try to do something that you know that you can accomplish like my wife says uh new year's resolution when it comes to new year's resolution my wife always says you know do something that you know you can kind of stick to her resolution was drink more water i'm not sure if she's sticking to it 
but uh you know do something easy or do something super challenging if you think you can handle it i mean or even if you don't think you can handle it try it i certainly am not going to try it so uh i'm not doing that i don't care i'm gonna do what i need to do <clears throat> i know what i can't eat and what i can eat and and drink or put in my body or do or don't do so okay here we go we're rambling save it for solo cast mike okay guys have a have a great rest of your week um next week we have tanner Wirtz. uh he's a guitar player from a band that i can't recall right now sorry tanner um and uh next wednesday i will be in austin texas oh yeah and if you're in the toledo area this weekend friday green acre session will be playing at the blarney downtown and also the next day the saturday we'll be playing uh at the dirty bird ye old dirty bird in uh in downtown toledo so if you're around the area come check it out and also next Wednesday, I'll be in Austin at the Flamingo Cantina with my brothers in arms, the Skanks Roots Project. We'll be playing at 5 p.m. at the Flamingo Cantina, part of the normal cannabis, um, the normal, you know, the weed thing. Normal uh, is doing like a, a special event there. So we're playing the weed event. Go figure the reggae band playing the weed event at South by Southwest. So. If you're at South By, please stop by and check it out. Come say hi. Okay, enough out of me. Uh, HJ's for everybody. Wait, uh, oh my god. I am just such a burnout these days. Okay, be good to your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. Okay, guys, I'll talk to you next time.